Good morning, everyone. It is 8.36. It's Tuesday. That means a couple things. One, Taco Tuesday. Two, Dr. Chop is in. Chopo Taco. Chopo Taco. Could that be a thing, Dr. Chopo? Of course it could be a thing. Chopo Taco. I like it. Chopo Taco. So let us know. Start asking questions right now. If you have any questions for Dr. Chopa that have to do with health, that have to do with your body, there's a detox that will be beginning like stat. Like this On week, you're going to be able to, to pick up your stuff yeah, so that way you can start detoxing. Right, right. Why should somebody be te- detoxing? Oh, my goodness. Um, the, the detox is one of my favorite things to do with people. And when people come into my office... And, and they've never done a detox. They have misconceptions about what detox. Mm-hmm. And they think that, you know, they're going to be in the bathroom. They think they're going to be, you know, exhausted, tired. They think they're going to have headaches and migraines. And that does happen at times. But that also, it's the test and the remedy. That's what the, pro- the program is designed to do. And people find that once they get through the, about the first four days, they find more energy, more mental clarity. They find their skin is clear. Their eyes are clear. They feel like just like this new resolve like to tackle things that they been wanting to tackle they just didn't have the you know mental fortitude uh to go after and and so the detox opens up a realm of possibilities you know it's three months worth of work packed into three weeks and so it launches you into a different you know space and it also teaches you how to be you know controlling of the foods that you're putting into your body day in and day out and that is really cool because we need a level of self-awareness whenever it comes to our food. I agree. And speaking of food, Kurt brought something into the studio. He brought a couple. I believe there's one for each of us. But everybody, like, hold up what you got. I, I, I'm, so this is this is what Kurt brought us, and it, it's an apple, right? It, it appears to be an apple. It's an apple, and— It's cold, even. It's very cold. And it was in my refrigerator. Nice and moist. That's how I like my apples. I like cold. my apples Crisp. cold, and I like water on them. Like, I, I need to run them you underneath them the faucet. Yeah. But what, are you trying to wash off all the pesticides, or are you just trying to freshen it up? Like, freshen it up. Okay. Yeah, I, I feel like— I don't know. The, the needs a little bath. Yeah, it needs a little bath before we put it in. I do that for my grapes as well. Like I just yeah. can't eat a grape. Why do, By why, the way, why do people do that though? Is that to wash off like the pesticides yeah. or potential dirt Absolutely. or anything else? Oh, I mean, does that even work though? I mean, yeah, it, it, and it does. There's lots of different um, you know pro- protocols to go about uh, washing the pesticides and the herbicides off the top of the. Uh, fruit or a consumption now with a grape however the skin and maybe even with apples it's so thin that you know it might it's still inside it, it soaks right? in there I mean, and remember yeah you know it's just like us like like what you see on the outside is a mirror image is what's on the inside and and so this apple if it is organic it was raised organic if it was raised commercially then it's eh, you know it's going to potentially have whatever they've been spraying on yeah. it and it absorbs in but it's better right i mean it's fresh fruit i mean it's fresh food and uh food is medicine and it needs to at some point in time have grown walked swam or flew and if it do- does all those things then it's worthy of uh, a label of food <laughs> hey is it better to eat something like this let's say this isn't organic you know, and it was sprayed with all the pesticides, herbicides, and everything else. Is it better to eat something like this than maybe like sugary cereal? All day long. Okay. I mean, your body has seen this, right? Right. So it, it, your body can at least be, hey, I've seen this before. I can process this. And, my, and your liver should be efficient enough to 
filter. Ex- you to filter this out or and flush it through the kidneys and flush it through the bowels and, and mobilize things. But again, this is when detox becomes a powerful tool. If you find that food is not your medicine and foods are messing you up, this is where we come in. We want to teach you which foods are healthy foods, what it, redefine food possibly, depending on where you're at on, on your health journey, and, and get in there and really start you know, opening up the uh, your realm of possibilities, not just apples, but um, uh, an array of you know fresh fruits and vegetables. So we have an apple in front of us. Do you think that you can, or are there people out there who can, by t- touching, by taste, by tasting or smelling, just feeling and holding it around, can tell if this is or- an organic apple? Can tell what kind of apple this is? I mean, possibly. Uh, you know, we'll find out in a moment. I mean, cause I've I've bit into some really, you know, disgusting apples before, you know. So, <laughs> That's true. Uh, but I mean, at the same time, uh, I don't know. Let's see. I mean, it okay. feels pretty good. We got two seconds. You want to go on the FM right now? Yeah. yeah. Or Kurt, you? I, I feel like you have something to say. No, I'm fine. I can I can wait. We can go on okay. two seconds. Well, now we have 15 because I played another spot. <laughs> oh, man. We if you're watching on, on Facebook, feel free to share this out. We have some apples. We're also going to be talking detox. I got a surprise for and Dr. Re- Chapa. Maybe talking some retox. Retox. I, 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 I feel like happens. I'm about to get retox with here, this apple. Here we go. Good morning. This is KHEA Radio 99.5 FM. This is Kickstart. I'm Guardian. And I'm Kurt. It's 8.42 a.m. And we have Dr. Aaron Chapa in studio because it's Tuesday and it's Taco Tuesday. But it's Chapo Tuesday. What'd you call it? <laughs> Chapo Taco Tuesday. Chapo Taco. And uh, so, if you have a health question, if you wanna you wanna get your answers asked, you can do, do so in the comments below. You can also text us at three four six seven zero four eighteen zero six. We'll get those health questions answered. You know, it's always better to ask your questions today on today's show because um, you can spend hundreds and thousands of dollars at the doctor's office. Millions. Otherwise, you can ask the expert. Millions. Doctor. Chapa. Maybe even billions. <laughs> hey, shout out to Texas Chronicles. Keeping my drink cold today. Texas Chronicles. History, mystery, and adventure. Uh, I just thought of it because I had my koozie. But <laughs> Dr. Chapa's in studio. We were talking about something that uh, that has to do with food, and we are talking about apples. Can you kind of like bring, yeah. us, bring yeah. us up to speed? So we have some apples here. I went to the grocery store the other day, and I saw these apples. And I was like, oh my gosh, these are awesome. They look like an apple. <laughs> it's red. On the inside, they're not really an apple. Or are they an apple? I don't know. I'm nervous. The more you talk, the well, more just, I'm... Well, just touch it. I mean, smell I mean, it, it, it. Feel looks, it. What's it, it smell like? It's got a little, like a flowery... It smells like Kurt sprayed it with, like, Febreze <laughs> or something. Like, he was... Maybe... Okay, maybe, here's what Wait happened. Wait a second. Maybe he sprayed <laughs> it with Febreze. There. <laughs> There's it, does little... have, it doesn't... It does have, like, a... Does that smell like an organic apple? Is that the way an apple's supposed to smell? It's a little different. What do y'all think? Can y'all tell by looking at this? If you're watching on Facebook, I mean, does it, I w- is this an organic apple? Yeah, I, mean, I would say it's an organic apple. I mean, if you're telling me it's an organic apple, but it does what have a smell. What if there's Skittles inside of it? If there's Skittles inside of it, I'm <laughs> going to be very excited. <laughs> when was the last time you had Skittles, Dr. Chapa? Oh, uh, man, I can tell you it has been several Halloweens ago, probably about <laughs> seven. I was at my mom's, and my kid and I were out trick-or-treating on bikes, and I got one of those little fun packs of Skittles. and uh, Taste the rainbow. I tasted the rainbow, yeah. That <laughs> those was, commercials are ridiculous. But it was a long time ago. Yeah. yeah. Taste the rainbow and whisper. So Dr. Chaba's in studio. We have some apples. Kurt brought them, which is kind of alarming in itself. It, it was wet whenever he delivered <clears> it, but now it is. It's still kind of cold, but 
How are we They've been do sitting this? in the refrigerator all weekend. So we're just going to bite into it and, and it, see if and then I'm going to tell you if I think it's an organic apple. Let's wait till nine o'clock. I think we need need some time to just like, you Build know, touch it, up. feel it, Build, and get, see get what's going on. Bond with my apple. What does it smell like to you, Gardy? You know, it smells like something that you would spray on your body if you yeah, smelled funny. Body care product. Yeah, it smells like I would maybe get this a, a, like a refresher from ba- Bath and Body <laughs> Works, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There you go. What does it smell like to you? To me, it smells kind of fruity. Like it doesn't smell like, some... like an apple to me, though. I mean, it's mm-hmm. weird. I, it looks like an apple, but it definitely has a an aroma. It does. I, I will tell you that this this apple, I believe, is detox friendly. <laughs> okay, well, I'm excited. But again, you're you're talking to the guy who like eats like sneaks in the <laughs> mac and cheese during the detox. Oh, this is true. That's right. So. Uh, I, you know, for you it might be detox friendly and an upgrade, <laughs> but for the rest of us, we might be finding that we're going about to get a a, a, de- a dose of herbicide and pesticide, and which you know explains why we need to be detoxing. So on June third, that is Monday, uh, we are launching our summer detox program for June, and we're really excited. We've got a bunch of people lined up. We're going to have our Facebook group uh, rock and roll, and Ashley's going to post that in the. Um, field below so make sure that you get all the details at our Facebook group that if you're interested in detox and want to be a part of our Facebook group because this is a a, a a tribe of you know people going through a detox process to help you go to maximize an experience and if you're not detoxing in the 21st century I can assure you you're missing a huge piece of your healthcare plan we've the liver constantly needs love and support the the kidneys need work and the, the digestive tract needs to be cleaned and so at Living Well Clinical Nutrition Center we pride ourselves on on, you know, never asking you to do anything that we're not willing to do. And and I've done about uh, 39 detoxes, 21 days, fruits and vegetables, mm-hmm. and it is pretty, an amazing journey for me to, to learn detox and to watch people go through detoxes and to see people that have had symptom patterns that they weren't genetically born with. I mean, everything from, you know, cervical cancer is where this whole thing really began. A friend of mine was diagnosed with cervical cancer and... Um, and was told that she needed a hysterectomy and would never have kids. I mean, she was 19, uh, 23, I think. And uh, we were up in Dallas and talking to a um, uh, another, the, actually the head team physician for the Kansas City Chiefs, Evan Mladenoff, and he goes, don't, don't, don't do a hysterectomy. I mean, d- do this. So he helped us build a detox, and, um, and bam, here we are. Uh, 21 days later, she still has her uterus. Uh, you know, almost 13 years later, she's got four wonderful, beautiful, um, you know, organic babies, and uh, she's, you know, a healthy mom. I've never heard of an organic baby. No pesticides. <laughs> no, no pesticides. pesticides. <laughs> uh, you know, so it's, wow. uh, it's, it's pretty exciting. So, you know, there's the proof's in the pudding. You know, like we've done this detox so many times, and I know beyond a shadow of a doubt that the liver's the giver. I mean, we talked about it in school. If you cut out three-quarters of your liver, it'll grow back. You know, 80% of your liver can be destroyed and never show up on a blood panel. That's how efficient it is. So why wouldn't we love on it, tenderize it, make it healthy and, and whole so that it's more effective in detoxing us in a, in a world that is laden with de- uh, with chemicals and pollutants? Is it about the liver? Do you have something to say about the liver? I was. I was just going to say, Jackie said here, I definitely need a detox after the past weekend. I do too, Dr. Chapa. My liver is probably... You know, destroyed after all the uh, hot dogs listen, that I ate. I what? can. Was, were you in the hot dog competition? 
I might have been the Nathan. His own. My own, my own personal hot dog. I went to, to Texas City, uh, the Texas City Dyke, and I was, you know, just talking to people. And they're like, hey, you want a hot dog? And Flaming I was like, dogs. Yeah. And they're like, you want another hot dog? And I was like, yeah. And they're like, do you want a Coca-Cola? And I was like, yeah. And then they're like, do you want another hot dog? And I was like, yeah. So I mean, that's it just kept happens. going. I mean, you just, you just couldn't get, stop. Yeah, you just can't say no. And so, yeah, <laughs> if you had a crazy busy Memorial Day weekend and you um, – you know, had a few hot dogs too many. Uh, you know, detox is, is here. I mean, this is what it's about. And and I will tell you that when we went up to North Carolina, we went to the research and development facility for standard process, and we're sitting in, you know, a room of, you know, 500 doctors, and, and we've got these PhDs just pouring into us for a weekend. And it was amazing. Like, I walked out of there, and I'm like, people don't need to detox twice here. They need to detox every quarter, you know. And, and But I have I, – I, we have – a detox for you no matter where you're at in the process if you if you're new to detox this is what living well clinical nutrition center is here to do so give us a call 281-554-8600 we have seven day programs 10 day programs 14 day programs all the way up to 21 days for the ultimate experience and so make sure that you you know join forces with us and get uh, on to that facebook group uh, i believe it's live well uh detox 2019 and um uh, but again, Ashley will post it in the comments below, or if you're on the radio, two eight one five five four eight six zero zero, and uh, you can check us out uh, there uh, for details and whatnot. So you know, we're just excited. So I mean, we're getting a little bit closer. I'm just eyeballing this. We got an apple. Apple and Kurt brought apples. wondering what kind of bioflow will I get as I sink my teeth into it. Doctor you know, these are good for bioflow, by the way. Does your apple look a little bit different than mine? I feel like it does. Well, yeah, but I mean, if it's truly organic, wouldn't that be what we want? I well, mean, you yours think, has look interesting at, look at striations. Kurt's, yeah, look at Kurt's. My, my apple and Kurt's apple look really similar, and your apple looks a little bit different. I don't know if you, if you realize hey, maybe, that. Maybe it's a. Maybe there's a. Maybe Did you part peach? The other thing that you're. Huh. Mi- well, is that my, possible? I don't know. Yeah, hybrid, yours is hybrid. I felt yours as I was hooding it over there, and it, I was like, "Huh, this feels like peach." I want to. I want to smell y'all's. Apple. Uh, <laughs> I that sounds a little. Clarify. Uh, Here's my clarify. hand. What do you want to clarification? <laughs> I meant to say, I want to smell your apple. So it's 8:50 right now. Chopper getting personal. This over is 99.5 here. FM. Kurt brought in some apples, and we're taste testing them with Dr. Chopper to see if we can find out if these are organic. Find out exactly what's going on with these. If there's any herbicides, pesticides, what is inside the apple? Could be filled with Skittles. We'll find out. Gardy, yours and I are a little different because I have the stem on the top. You don't. Do you guys remember as a little kid when you would get the apple and then you would twist it and then you would say A, B, C, and whatever letter it landed on, that was the girl that you were supposed to be with. Well, like the name, the letter. I'm going to be with the letter G. <laughs> for Gardy, that's yeah. Me. It'd be like A B C. Kurt, I, I know what you're talking about, but I remember Coke cans as well. I don't know anybody with the name of F. Okay. <laughs> Everyone who like, if you had a Z or like a W name, you were just out of it because there's no, no way. No, ha- we have I wonder, in our homeschool uh, community, we have a, a young lady named Zuriel. But her, name. her name's not ever going to get called because it's not everyone who oh, has Oh, that's a, right. Yeah, because you know, sooner or later it'll break. Right. You're yeah. never getting to Z. That's 26 turns. Oh, it's a bummer. <laughs> Diamond into the rough. Diamond into the rough. All right. So, yeah, guys, if you are interested in detox, uh, living well good detox, what detox is, you know, and what it isn't. It isn't a diarrhea cleanse. Uh, it is a 
reset. It's a liver digestive kidney reset, and it allows all your exit channels to convert uh, through a process called fa- uh, uh, cytochrome, uh, fa- <laughs> cytochrome four four. Oh my goodness! <laughs> you got this, Doctor Chavo. This you can do it. Cytochrome P450 <laughs> system, enzyme systems. Uh, I must have had a long weekend too. Um, and and what it does is it converts fat soluble compounds into water soluble compounds via your organ tissues, and you can then excrete them into something that we can sweat out, pee out, breathe out, and poop out. And that's a, the the healthy form of detox. And your body is detoxing every day. The whole purpose of the detox is to give your body 21 days of of a break from artificial ingredients, from stimulants, processed food, and give your body time to rest and recover. We want to put you in a parasympathetic healing, rest and digest state so that your body can be healthier, stronger, more vibrant. And so activating these uh, systems to do this type of detox is what our program is all about. And it, and it allows the body to get rid of the things that it doesn't need and allows the body to also regenerate because you're not putting in things that you don't need. So, like, what you eat is important, but what you, what you don't, don't eat is more important. Woo-woo. We're on Kurt fire is today. on fire. I can't wait to see, see you sink it's your teeth I into ate, that apple. I, I ate this apple I, earlier. I, it I gave mean, me energy. It's it, amazing what happens when you eat apples versus sugary donuts. You'd be surprised how many breakfasts he's actually had this morning. Or he may not be surprised. Uh, no, not surprised. Of course not he surprised. ate his donuts. He I ate mean, his donuts and an apple they, already. They didn't have my chocolate donuts, so I had to settle for the powdered cinnamon donuts. Yeah. Is that bad, Dr. Chapa? Like, if you eat powdered, like a little package of powdered powder donuts every day, what's going to happen to your body? As we have oh my gosh. having this experiment with Kurt for the past year the amount, so. of, the amount of sugar that is in powdered donuts, I mean, it spikes your insulin. And that can create, if you are, are already under stress... One of the things that will start to happen is it will affect the way your adrenal glands handle cortisol. Hmm. And uh, and so if the, the cortisol levels remain too high for too long and then you have insulin that's spiking all the time, uh, one of the things that – I mean, it, it, I have a, a little document that we have. It's 146 ways that sugar can influence and ruin your health. And sugar can affect everything from blood pressure to skin to energy to uh, sleep. I mean, you name it, it can create all kinds of, you know, stress on the body. Wow. And uh, so sugar is, you know, it's a poison. I mean, and when I talk about food allergens, you know, we got wheat, dairy, corn, soy as, you know, our food allergens, you know. Um, and we could go on up to, uh, you know, peanuts, chocolate, red meat, tomatoes, uh, chicken, pork. But in the top 10 of most common food allergies, we do not have um, sugar listed. Why? Because it's not a food. It's not a food. Mm-hmm. It's a chemical, and it is definitely in the deadly, you know, additives to avoid, uh, which you know are artificial ingredients, the processed high fructose corn syrup. You had a question? Yeah. Well, Ashley has a question about the detox. She said, "I don't think I'm prepared to do the entire 21 detox, uh, 21 day detox at the moment, but I did it in January and I loved it. What are the benefits of only doing the seven day detox versus the entire 21 days?" Good morning, Ashley. By the way, thank you for watching. Good morning, Ashley. So. You know, the seven-day detox is just seven days of what the 21 days is. We, but we, and so you're giving your body more time to reach deeper into the cell structure and pull out trash our body doesn't need. And, you know, the body stores toxins in three places. It stores toxins in the brain. That's why people walk around aimlessly looking for their keys or why do they, you know, come into the room and for what? 
uh, it, the body stores toxins in the joints, and that's why people have arthritis, or what I like to call arthrongus, because there's nothing rightus about it, right? Mm-hmm. And 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 then the body stores toxins in the the fat cells, and that's why the fat cell can swell up seven times the size of normal, and so. Is that what bloated is? Like feeling bloated sometimes? Yeah, like when you feel like you eat a meal and you're getting in the car and you're unbuttoning the top button. I mean, that's not necessarily normal. That means that you probably, one, overindulge. In a lot of these restaurants we go to, they overfeed us, right? Mm-hmm. And then, But they also give us pre-snacks you know, snacks like chips or breads or this is and that. And, and that causes us to, you know, they say that the, the, uh, seat, the doorway to gluttony is variety. And if you think about it, it's true. I mean, you can have, you know, some... Uh, Gluttony, sh- isn't that like when you're jealous of somebody? No, that's just eating a lot. No, that's called like co- overeating. Coveting just, is jealous of somebody. Oh, glut- you're Gluttony glutton. is like you just, you, you can't eat, stop overeat, eating. Eat, you eat, over, eat, eat donuts, then you have an apple, then you have some more donuts and another apple. And so what happens is if you think... So it's like going to the buffet. Yeah, but yeah. not being able to stop, like after like plate one and a half or two. You know, you're just Wait, like, oh. you guys you just are stopping keep- after two? <laughs> after dessert but yeah no i'm stopping after like plate five if i'm okay. going to a buffet the golden corral i gotta get my money's worth yes that's that's well gluttony. but see but there's <laughs> a little but bit. that's the whole thing of a buffet right i mean how much food do you really need in a setting enough to feel full i mean really yeah i mean because if you pack too much food in the digestive system and and it cl- it slows down transit time because your body's got to like uh what am i going to do with this load of stuff and and it and now the stuff goes through your body too slowly now it begins to rot and putrefy and so that's a challenge uh for the body and that's a that's a biochemical stress now that you're physically putting on your biochemistry and so one of the things that we want to see people do is you know that's why intermittent fasting is such a powerful tool so answering Ashley's question, a seven-day detox is just an accelerated version, but it gets you in the door. Like if you've never done a detox before, this is a good place to start. Give this the the, the shot it deserves, and you'll be blown away what seven days on a you know uh, a trashy diet you know feels like. You know when you get that out of your body and you stop eating foods that are inflaming your tissues and causing your blood pressure to potentially go up or your cholesterol to go up or your skin to be in a flared up state where you can't get your rings off or you actually physically have rashes, then you'll see a shift begin to happen even inside of seven days. So it doesn't matter what your time frame is. If you got seven days this summer before you go on a vacation, if you got seven days and then you got another seven days and you know later in the summer you could get all 21 days in in seven day increments and you can be still proud of that and that's something that i want to help people understand is is detox needs to be an active player in your lifestyle it needs to be something that we're doing regularly because the, the when we are inundated with you know alcohols and uh parties and Fried foods and sugar foods and donuts you know, and, and and all the different processed food that people are getting access to, taking time seven days out of a out of a month isn't really a lot to ask whenever it comes to you know wanting to take care of the vessel that God's given you. Here's a good question from Tracy. She said, "What is if there is any benefit to doing a detox if you're mostly WFPB, I feel like I allow too many cheats. And I asked her what that means, and she said that's whole food, 
plant-based. So she's mostly on a whole food plant-based diet. Is there a benefit for her doing this A detox or this detox? Uh, I, and, and I would say there's no question, but we need to get in and find out. And so here's what I've found is everybody benefits from detox because you haven't always been on a plant-based diet. You know, there, there's been seasons of your life. And this is what people don't realize. I mean, if you've been uh, on birth control for, you know, five years, I mean, that stuff can linger around. Mm -hmm. Remember, toxins are stored deep in the cell structure. And if they can't get out, they're just stored there. And that might answer some of why you got into plant-based living in the first place, because you were looking for an answer to a symptom pattern that you couldn't find a solution to. And so detox could be an accelerant. And you're already plant-based, so this is pretty much a plant-based diet anyway. And um, if you're, in, you know, in day 10 on the 21 day, we let you, or 11, we let you put the uh, proteins back in. But if you want to remain plant-based for the full 21, that's how I originally started the programs. It, you know, my first 15 detoxes were vegetables only, for you know, twenty one days. I would hurt people, and <clears throat> if I only did vegetables for twenty one days. I mean, maybe. I mean, but I find that if you, when you get the the oils in there, the spices in there, you steam them, cook them, grill them, you change up the way you go about, you know, bringing the vegetable into the conversation. Uh, yeah, I mean, it's a definite, but it's a play on your mind. It's in your willpower and your ability to say, you know what? I can do anything for seven days. I can do anything for 14 days and 21 days. And a lot of times in that window of time that you're willing to give, I believe that, you know, God honors your willingness to take a step forward. It's and 901. This is KHEARadio.com, 99.5 FM. We have Dr. Chapa in studio. This is a comment from Saul. He said, Dr. Chapa is the nutritional father time. He is going to live longer than Moses. And it's, it sounds funny, <laughs> but that's that's really time. the goal. I, I totally mean, we've talked, about, we've talked about it before, like your goal to be, you know, in mind, spirit, body, to live as long as possible, take care of what you have, and that's to be, right. you know, 110, 20 years old. Why not? Why not? Wasn't Moses 900-something years old? I don't think so. Okay. Well, we'd have to go and, you know, one of our Bible scholars could probably pull that If we had an intern in today, which could be you if you want to intern, <laughs> yeah. we could get that fact check. No. I've heard that Moses was really, really old. Yes, he was, but I don't know if it was 900, but it, 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 he could be. But, again, we can't get that well, fact checked right now. So just uh, we can't fact check it, but we, we can say is detox needs to be a part of everybody's lifestyle plan and at whatever capacity. So again, we're go we just got a great uh, event starting Monday, and we'd love for you guys to pick up your detoxes this week and uh, make sure that you know uh, where to get it, 281-554-8600, or visit our website at justlivewell.com and uh, let us uh, you know help you out in this uh, June detox experience. And then you know we got a couple other things going on this summer, too. We're excited. We've got uh, our uh, June 20th is our... Or June 10th is our mommy meetup. So Dr. Amber's heading that up and reaching out into the community and doing some good stuff with uh, moms. And um, whether you're, you know, currently pregnant, we have great fertility protocols and programs that we like to lead people through from a biochemical perspective and a chiropractic perspective. And a postnatal care, you know, whenever mom is slipping off into a postpartum, that can be avoided. You know, people don't realize postpartum depression is a real thing, and uh, we could totally serve and help. And that community is designed to just get moms together talking in a shop about health. And the more we get people to talk about uh, health awareness, the more we start seeing shifts and changes happen uh, in what we even are seeing offered to us at grocery stores, whether or not we're going to get healthy apples or 
poisoned apples. Speaking of poisoned oh, apples, oh, we, we have some apples segue, that Kerr brought. Segue into the apples. Is so, it time to bite into these apples? Ch- Chapa, it's a real it's a real apple. I don't know why why you're concerned about that. My concern- oh, I'm not concerned. I, I can tell it's definitely a real apple. I was looking at the bottom of this, and I saw you looking at it too. And like, is that mold in there? Is it supposed to look like that? I just I've never examined an apple for that long. Look I at the bottom. I, Do you see it? Yeah, yeah. It it is that normal? Of, it looks I, like a tomato. You gotta just well, wonder. No, it looks it's like green. It looks like a, a spider went in there and just started spinning a little green web of, of mold. Just something that I wouldn't well, necessarily want to eat. That you know. How eat, long have you, you had don't these? Ever, you don't ever eat the core, but yeah, that's a good question. How long have these been in your refrigerator? Since Thursday night. Thursday night. So you don't know. Not Thursday too old. night. Yeah, Thursday night. Okay. All right. All right. We got some apples. Do and you want to take a bite and do it? I'm ready. All right. Or do you want to wait? No, you you can do it. I'm just trying to figure out what what you got going through your head right now. I want to try it. Eat it. I've never had one of these. Let's do it. All right. So they're eating some apples. It's nine oh five. This is khearadio.com. Um, it's definitely a real apple. And it's it's real, so there's not Skittles inside. There's no Skittles inside. That's I'm kind Kurt. of disappointed in this apple. That's Kurt chewing, if you're wondering. But it That's does. <laughs> but it does still have that flat. Maybe you sprayed cologne on it or something. Did you spray something on it? No, I didn't. This is how they came. I'm kind of disappointed. I expected it to taste a little different. Okay, mine tastes different than a normal apple. It is, it does taste different, but I expected more of it to taste like the other product that's in it. Herbicide. I know there's something else in it. There is. It's you a grapple. To, I mean, I, I mean, it's, it's almost like there's a. I mean, the thing that just keeps coming to my mind is like um, <laughs> a grapple that whenever you uh, spray, <laughs> you know, aerosols, you know, around. I'm like, I'm smelling like extra cleaner. Yeah. I, I don't. It's not quite as strong as Febreze, but I mean, it's grape fabuloso. Maybe it's Great Fabuloso. <laughs> Is that what you what you washed it in Great Fabuloso? Somebody said that it's better when you eat stuff that are clean with 409. <laughs> you know, I'm going to go ahead and put my apple down. No, it's called they're called grapples. You can actually get them from the grocery store. And it's like a grape apple. You never seen cool. those before? I saw them in the store at, at uh, Kroger and I was like, "Huh, this is interesting. I want to try it. I like grape. I don't I, really I mind apples. It is a little bit grapey. Well, it smells like it for sure. Ashley said Mike washes his apples with vinegar to get the yucky stuff off of it. Does that uh, That help? works for sure. Yeah, really? absolutely. That's an easy home remedy uh, cleaning technique for uh, your produce. So, Hey, Kurt, do we know any other facts about the apple? Like what was the base? Because Tracy said, what kind of apple? Uh, Washington, Granny, Smith, Fiji? I don't know. I don't know what they use. It's actually a little bit of a smaller apple. I will say that. But I guess they do some like hybrid cross something where they take – elements of a grape and they incorporate it into an apple. I would like to see them do it the opposite way where they take a grape and incorporate elements of the apple into the grape. So that way it looks like a grape but maybe tastes You know, as I'm eating apple. this and I, I I said to myself, you know, I'm gonna just have a, a fasting morning. You know, I was just gonna drink water this morning. Yeah. And here I'm getting to indulge in this wonderful apple. Maybe this is God's way of saying it's time to do a, a gallbladder liver flush. Hmm. It just, says- I get to eat apples all day, maybe. It says it's grape-flavored apple. Ingredients include apples, natural, and artificial grape flavor. And Ooh, that's it. Oh, that's, that's great. I love artificial grape flavor. <laughs> <laughs> it says natural and artificial. But it doesn't tell you what kind of artificial gr- flavoring. No, Dr. Shaba puts says, it down. <laughs> he scoots it away. He's like, it says, yeah. crunches like an apple, tastes like a grape. 
It does. I mean, it does taste pretty good, though. I mean, yeah, it's... But, it's, I mean, what doesn't taste good that's artificial? Yeah, some of those natural and artificial flavors, they just squeeze them right in there. But it is interesting. I could smell, it like, uh, something different whenever just smelling it. It didn't have this, you know, a smelly, like, yeah. a normal smell to an apple. So that was kind of interesting. Here's the here's the packaging, if you wanted to look at it. I could get mad at you. Hey, we're going to take a quick break. This is 99.5 FM, KHEARadio.com. It's Kickstarter. We're going to be on until 11. God. Just a lot of uh, crunching behind the scenes going on right now. So I wanted (laughs) to get that off the FM as there would be silence. So, hey, let us know. Have you used any of those, uh, like, products before? Maybe some of the hybrid or I don't even understand it. They spray natural and artificial grape smell. Just I mean, like I'm just, I am curious to know what the artificial grape flavor is. I'm gonna, we'd have to just dig in and look it up. Yeah. So anybody out there that wants to look up grapples and sign, fine, maybe. So now, since I've been detox, I mean, retoxed, I need to detox. I'm, it's still an apple. <laughs> Are you doing the whole 21 or seven days? What are you I'm doing? A, I'm going to probably do about 10 because I'm, I'm going on a trip for a week, and I don't want to uh, detox, so I'm on a trip. Are you going on a cruise? No, I wish. Where are you going? <laughs> We're going to a... Um, I'm not remembering where we're going exactly, but we're going to this place called Mo Ranch, and it's like a Christian, you know, family camp. Mm-hmm. And uh, so me, and my kids, and wife, and are gonna go and hang out for a week, you know, play in the country, and you know, uh, it'll be a good time, I think. Maybe do like a a, a detox from not necessarily from work, exactly. but from like from social just, media, like exactly. technology. Yeah. So um, they basically have all kinds of different, you know, programs you can do family wise. They got stuff you can do individually. Uh, to grow spiritually as well as just kind of connect again with, you know, your family. Because yeah. so often, you know, people don't even gather around the table anymore. You know what I mean? Right. And, you know, it's one of the things that my wife, it, I'm really excited for that she always tries to do is at least, you know, two or three times a week, she's trying to rally uh, the uh, our tribe around a dinner table so we can sit and look at each other and communicate about, how the day's going and how the week's gone and how the month's going and what's we uh, what's to come and uh, and just share in that because you know it doesn't happen often in society anymore where people stop and eat you know together we are just scarfing food down on the go and on the fly and um, it we I mean it's not even always you know common for people to stop and pray over their meal anymore you know it's easy not to do those things and so it, it you know it, integrating those type of lifestyle things cause us to slow down and chew our food and indulge, engage in conversation. And I mean, I think that, you know, social media is wonderful and great, but it sure has, you know, sped up life where we're, we're all, you know, inundated with something dinging, uh, mm-hmm. an email that needs to be checked or a phone message that needs to be handled or a Facebook post that needs to be made. I mean, something's going on always. And uh, so it's just we're constantly inundated. So it's going to be a little fun camp that we're going to try out. I think we need a a phone detox. Who well, does? Yeah, th- there's people that, you know, that do that. But you know, I do. I mean, because, I mean, this thing is attached to it. This is like an electronic leash. And, I mean, this is also they, they do, um, you know, s- technology detoxes where we break away from the, the social media realm for a time so that you can, you know, regenerate. I mean, but how would, would we have? I think talk? before I mean, you do a phone detox, you need to do a real detox. Right. Like just stop eating like powdered sugar and donuts and everything. I ate a, an apple. 
I don't understand how you're not done with that tiny apple yet. It's been la- is it? Did you have like extras underneath the, the table or something? <laughs> no, this is because I just keep hearing this in my ears. Look like, at Ugh. his apple. He's not done with it. Yeah, his. he put it down whenever I you told too. him. Yeah, I mean, there it is. I mean, it, I, I have definitely chomped on it for sure. But at the end of the day, you know, apples do have a lot of benefits. Uh, apples are very good in helping the, uh, the as a healthy fiber to move trash through the body through the bowel. Uh, speed up bowel motility as well as produce, you know, uh, bile from the liver and mobilize uh, the liver to uh, function better. So, I mean, it's not apples are are powerful. Beets are powerful. Great. Brussels sprouts, fantastic. Um, Broccoli. Apples are on that level uh, is like those others? Oh, yeah. uh, They have a a great because of what they can do for the fiber part and they have a way of emulsifying or liquefying stuff that is stagnant and sticky in the liver and gallbladder it can help start mobilizing that through and they do say an apple a day keeps the doctor away that's what they've always said you know that it wasn't a hershey bar a day it wasn't a donut a day you know that they always say that you've been watching too much television if you uh, reach for the donut a day uh Hmm. philosophy you've got to but is it you know an apple a day but what if it was a walk around the block was your apple a day you know, what if it's a metaphor for you choosing to do something for yourself today that wasn't, you know, the norm for you? Maybe you normally unwind with a glass of wine. Instead, you have an apple and a glass of water. You know, what if you uh, started your day uh, and just had apples for half the day? You know, some of the detoxes, uh, cleanses that we offer uh, in our office, when people get stuck and stagnant in the process, what happened to an apple day? Because it has enough, you know, sugar to kind of lift you out of the the cloud, um, but it also allows for stuff to move through the body. And eighty percent of your digest, your energy is in your digestive tract. So, like, if you're tired all the time, or if you find yourself sluggish throughout the mid afternoon, a lot of times it's because your bowels didn't move fully in the morning, and so all of a sudden your body needed to, you know. If you were able, if could find a way to get your bowels to move, you'd get a jolt in energy because it's like you unloaded waste that you were carrying around for five hours, six hours, eight hours, twelve hours, and so that's why we always talk about timing when you have a bowel movement as is as important of a conversation as if you have a bowel movement. So you don't want to have a bowel movement at five p.m. when you're supposed to have one between five and seven a.m. And and so because. That if you have a bowel movement once a day and it's at 5 p.m. or in the afternoon sometime, especially for the kids with ADD, ADHD, especially with you know people that have skin disorders or allergies, they're carrying away around last night's toxicity all through the night from 1 a.m. to 3 a.m. They're carrying that liver detox waste and and settling it into the bowel, waiting for its evacuation at some time in the in the afternoon. Well, it should be within hours, like. 5 to 7. So if it's 1 to 3 a.m. is your liver meridian, 5 to 7 a.m. is your bowel digestive tract meridian. It's most active first thing in the morning. And so you should be unloading that waste first thing. And if you're not, you might be ready for a detox. So Ashley, uh, she mentioned that during the 21-day detox, which she did earlier this year, apples were her daily treat before 4 p.m. And I guess that was like a, a good way to kind of treat yourself and, and look forward to something. Mine was eggs. Whenever I figured out we could have eggs, like on day 10 or 11 or whatever it was, oh, man, I ate probably like too many eggs. But it was something <laughs> that I carried on for like the next 
like three weeks and it uh you know starting my day with eggs or i wanted a snack i'd eat an egg i think that's one of the things i love about detox also is that like it's like a cinder block you throw it in the pond it makes a big ripple and splash right and and so when you do a detox it has an after effect on you making good health choices for weeks months to come and i find that a lot of times my detox my 21 day detox experience will last me approximately six months you know so between four and a half to five months i start noticing i'm i'll deviate a little in right. areas you know and, uh, and 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 i'm going like okay and it's like that's why six months really does work for me and some people might be like man they as soon as they get off the detox are back into pizza well those that's when you're new you know that's like you know the baby wanting to learn to you know crawl that was you kurt oh pizzas and cheese <laughs> pizza and cheese well, what if i just did cheese. okay so what if what we'll if what clog if this? you up what if what if for this this detox i just do 21 days no cheese i mean it's not a detox at that it's a cleanse or a fast at okay that point. we'll do that so you change the you, <laughs> you change the vocabulary right so it's so and that's a good point so like you know the the daniel fast that a lot of churches like to do during the beginning of the year that's a fast slash cleanse because they're fasting away from processed food if you look at the diet and so what you eat is important but what you don't, don't eat. eat is more important so we always go back to that model and so what you don't put in the body is allowing your body not to be inflamed and so if the digestive tract is inflamed the skin is inflamed if the digestive tract is inflamed the liver can't do its job you're more prone to going to have cholesterol problems, blood pressure problems. You're going to see uh, you know, your low back starting to hurt, kidney problems, kidney pain. If you find yourself in a state where you have you know, urinary tract infections quite regularly, guess what? You have toxicity going through the wrong exit channel. Mm. And that's another important factor here as well in the detox realm is, is knowing like what is your body telling you? And that's why at Living Well Clinical Nutrition Center, we do a timeline history and a thorough evaluation of like, where have you been? What's working? What's not working? Like, how long has that been going on in your body? What have you done to fix it? And and if we can figure out, if and as we go through the process, a good starting point, or if you're just a good candidate for detox, man, it will launch you into a new dynamic moving forward. And people love feeling good. And we want you to be addicted to feeling well. And so that you're you're mindful that when you put stuff in. Right now, we're going to take a quick little flip, and we're going to go over to the FM again. I think Kurt's about done eating that apple. Good morning. This is KHEA Radio 99.5 FM. This is Kickstart. I'm Guardy. And I'm Kurt. And we have Dr. Aaron Choppa in studio talking about health, wellness. That was the young escape. Love me like you. Thank you for listening. If you're on KHEARadio.com or maybe on the brand new KHEA Radio app, if you don't have it, go download it today. Go to the Google Play Store. Go to the App Store. Search KHEA Radio. Hit the download button and leave a good review. It'd be really nice of you. Ooh, the five-star review. I like the five-star. We <laughs> love five-star reviews. And any recommendations, as long as they're like good recommendations. And we want to hear them. We want to hear them. Yeah. <laughs> and that's, Always, that's the way it is with health, too. You know, like, hey, do you have a recommendation, Dr. Choppa? What can I do to be healthier? But I want to, I want to hear yeah, it. That's I mean, what I want to hear. That's you know? what I want to hear. And unfortunately, a lot of times, you know, eating well and living well um, and socializing well don't seem to always you know, go hand in hand. I have heard, and I don't know that this is exactly true of just people being facetious and funny, but the, uh, the that people choose relationships now around food. 
That way they they're compatible. Food, yeah, food compatible. I, mean, food I used compatibility to always relationships. always think that if you had to like the same peanut butter as the other person, because who wants to go through life buying two jars two jars of peanut, peanut butter? butter? Sooner or later, you'll you'll just evolve. <laughs> One day we'll yeah. keep praying for him. Yeah, you know, <laughs> you know like kids. Uh, I have kids, and my kids are like, oh, there's a certain kind of jelly they like, and. I happen to like the same kind of jelly, but my wife likes a different one, so it's okay. You just have two jars of jelly, you know, like strawberry <laughs> and grape. Everybody's okay. Yeah, as long as it doesn't have high fructose corn syrup or artificial not. ingredients uh, like this graphic. <laughs> like, yeah, of course. I don't need so, much jelly. Yeah, so we also have a great uh, brain talk coming up in, in, in June as well, and that's uh, June 20th at 6.30 p.m. We're going to be talking about healthy brain and aging games that you can work with. I mean, people don't realize it, but the brain is very sensitive to stress. You know, like how many people out there smash the uh, like button if you've, you know, had stress in the last month and a half, you know, and, and that stress hasn't let up yet. And that chronic stress that begins to happen uh, in your life, it will take its toll, not just on your endocrine hormonal system, but also on your brain. And the way that your brain works and performs for you. And stre stress over time will denature brain cells and cause them to wither away and die early. And then, uh, and then your, your ability to be sharp and witty begins to decline. And again, you have you know, a system in your brain that only works when you sleep. And you, it's called, get ready, it's not the lymphatic, but the glymphatic. Hmm. Glymphatic. And the glymphatic system only works when a person is sleeping. So if you're not sleeping, you're not detoxing either. If you're not sleeping, you're not going to age well. And it will drive inflammatory processes through the night. If you go to bed and you find yourself like watching movie reels while you're sleeping, like you dreaming constantly. Yeah. You're, it's like, you know, you're it's like, you're like, I don't even think I slept last night. I watched like 15 movies in my head and that that's not sleeping. That's not the dreaming REM sleep that they talk about. Mm -hmm. Here, I have a question based on that really fast. Um, the last two mornings, I have felt like when I've woken up that I've I've woken up from like something that's really heavy. You know, like I'm in the mid, maybe in the middle of an REM or something, and yeah. then my alarm goes off. Whereas the other, you know, most of the time, most you know, probably 95% of the time, like I'm fine waking up at that time, but it's... It's been really heavy the last two days. So there's a couple of things I would wonder. Number one, how many hours of sleep total had you had up until that point? So last night was six. Okay, so six is kind of like that bare minimum. That's pretty good. You know, it'll work, but it's not ideal. Obviously, we want seven and a half to eight, the better place to sit. But six will work. But if you find that you're waking up feeling heavy and you are getting between six and eight hours of sleep a night, then that's that's the liver giving you sign that it's struggling to get its work done throughout the night, and it didn't get its work done throughout the night. And that's when people feel sluggish and run down in the morning, and they wear shirts like, you know, no talkie till coffee, mm -hmm. you know? And so what that ha shows is Preach it. We, <laughs> want, we want to give people, you know, liver support uh, at the— um, at the evening hours, you know, sometime between dinner and bedtime to help support the liver as it's going into a sleep cycle so that you get a better sleep. If people, if you found people that sleepwalk, that's a classic liver glitch. The liver is not doing its job well and it's disrupting circadian rhythms and a person will literally 
be up, eyes open and everything, moseying around, and you have to give them, you know, you got to, don't startle them awake, but like coax them back into their bed and get them back to sleep. But then the next day, they need to be doing liver work. Wow. You know, and it could be something, I have a project in my office um, that is full of beets. And, and it increases bile flow and bile formation, and it helps to cleanse liver trash out of the body. And we do that throughout the day and in the evening, and the body will typically sleep better. And you'll see things like, you know, aggressive dreaming or feeling, you know, tired, excessively tired in the morning when you uh, had, a, you know, a night of good, quote unquote, sleep. Or if you have other symptoms, you know, throughout the night that you don't like, like waking up to pee or something like mm-hmm. that. It's 924. This is com 99.5 FM. It's Kickstart. We're going to be on to 11. Talk, Dr. Aaron Chapa. We talk to him every Tuesday about health and wellness. We ask you to uh, feel free to send in questions if you want to text him, 346-704-1806, or right here on our Facebook stream, which a lot of people have. So here's a question, and I think that you said Dr. Amber is doing like a women's wellness Health talk is that something she's been doing? No, it's, uh, so it's what it is. It's a mommy it's like a meetup. Mommy meet okay, group. it's not necessarily like a talk per se. It's just a you know a place where moms are gathering and they're talking shop together in a, like a very like casual environment. Okay, you know, kids are playing and moms are chatting and <laughs> and uh, you know they're getting to know that there's more people out there that are interested in this thing called health and and so uh, the next one of that date is coming up on the mommy meetup june 10th and that is headed up by dr amber and um and then and then Ju- uh, june 20th is our brain talk okay so here's a question that was asked and this is something that we don't know much about and you probably do because you've seen it so i see kurt sighing and actually it went away so let me uh see if i can click on it so it, the question is when do menstrual cramps uh they they not become normal and so i asked i said what do you mean like it becomes too much yes okay so, so, well, number one, any menstrual cramping is not normal, and and so we want people to recognize that you know the the mydols and the um, cramp pills that people are taking are n- they're 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 serving as a need because they don't have a better alternative. It's like a crutch. It, it is absolutely a crutch, and it's very un, you know hard on your liver and kidneys to to live on the, with those crutches. And so, what we find is that. Anytime the endocrine system, your hormonal system, so that means that you, all the ladies that deal with menstrual cycling, um, the minerals are low, number one. Number two, they don't have enough essential fatty acids to get those minerals to their destination. And then number three, that we've got to get in there and find out what is their blood sugar doing, what's their adrenals doing to cause that miscommunication. So we can feed the uterus, like we can give it uterine tissue and, and help like treats like. We can rebuild it uh, you know, and make it stronger and healthier, more vibrant. We can help balance the blood sugar so that if we got a person that's got, you know, endometriosis or PCOS or some of these other, you know, issues going on that are literally hormonal imbalances. And once you balance out the hormones without drugs and surgery, mind you, um, we want the body to get the, the grip that it needs back on itself so that it can hold its checks and balances in play so that the person doesn't have to suffer with these things. And so we come in and we evaluate your food. We're going to evaluate the, you know, what needs the body has based on our um, evaluation techniques, and uh, we can find where your body's breaking down, what we can do to turn it back on, and get it to start reprogramming. But we also have products um, that we sell in our office just for it that are herbal versions that help cramping, 
be more uh, tolerable until we take the time because it takes approximately three to six months to reset a cycle. And so one of my secret tricks that I love working with in patients and people that do this, it, it, typically within three cycles, they're, they have a normal functioning cycle again. The day the menses begins, we put them into a vegetable-only diet. Hmm. So if, the di- if, if it's seven days of uh, bleed time, then we do seven days of vegetables only. Cooked, grilled, steamed, raw, cooked, kicked around the ground, however they can get them in, we, we, we get them in. And so it's a borderline what? A cleanse slash detox. Yeah. Now, right. And, you know, we're not fully detoxing them. We're just putting them into a cleanse state where their body has no extra stress digestively so that it can redivert that energy to their uh, sex organs. Whenever you're, you're talking about women's cycles and menstrual and all that, do you ever see any, for lack of a better word, like negative feedback? Because people are like, well, you're not a woman. You don't know what it's like. How can you tell me what to do or suggest? No, I haven't really seen that this I mean, maybe in the beginning I did, um, but I just talked to it, right? Like right. I think a lot of times um, I'm very, you know, good at handling uh, and dealing with the elephant in the room. Like people want to ask those questions, so I'm I'm excited somebody asked such a great question uh, because I think that if we're not talking about this stuff, and my wife used to do this to me too. She like so I actually probably got more negative flack from my wife because she I was trying to coach her through like how to have you know birthing contractions she goes oh she goes it's not your body you can't you, you don't know how it works and i'm like okay maybe but not really that's not true i mean you know i've got a martial arts background you know i've got um I, i'm into like controlling parts of my body like making like getting in touch with like the you know parts of the spine i mean i've dissected 167 cadavers i mean i've seen how the body works neurologically i mean I, i've got skill sets that allow me a window into physiology you know I'm like a master physiologist so it allows me to understand why a body is doing what it's doing and so I said so just appreciate that you're right I've never had a menstrual cramp and I've never having having birth pains but I do know that you know we can control the way we uh, relax certain muscles in our body and contract others that seemingly feels impossible but is very much possible and uh and when you know once we got through you know this uh i think the second birth she started realizing that you know uh, she liked having me coaching her at at her side and uh, sometimes you know having that unemotional attachment to your situation uh, allows me to see things that you can't see because and that's what what a lot of the do-it-yourselfers struggle with is, I mean, we all want to be a little bit do-it-yourself, right? And the body is a do-it-yourself. The body will fix a lot of things if you get it right. But sometimes we're too emotionally attached to ourselves that we are looking for information, uh, like like we're reaching for information when it's really the side effect of a drug they're on, hmm. or it's, you know, a food they just what well, they won't you won't get off of right right and so if i can get people to realize that these is what we've seen we know these cause inflammation in the body we know this is good and nourishing to the body and if we put more good things in that nourish and strengthen the body and we take inflammation out of the body through either food water um fluid of sorts uh, not water so to say but the um all of a sudden we start outperforming the the cause that's made the cramp happen 
Hmm. And and so we can totally get it. So if you do a vegetable only for, you know, three cycles on the days of menses, I bet you within, you know, 60 to 90 days, 90 days for sure, you will have no cramping or very, very minimal to the point where you're going, wow, that's pretty cool. Wow. It's 931. This is KHEA 99.5 FM. If you have any health questions, feel free to ask. Uh, this is Kickstarter. We're going to be on till 11. Dr. Aaron Chop is in studio every Tuesday answering your questions. So if you're watching on Facebook, feel free to ask them. I see uh, some people just joining in. What's up, David, Carriker, and Robin, and everybody else who's hanging out with us right now? We appreciate you guys. Feel free to share this stream out because there are going to be people that are on your Facebook friends list who are struggling with health questions. Maybe they are... Uh, Struggling with menstrual stuff. I see Kurt pointing oh, at himself right dang, now. You, I was pointing before you said it. Oh, well, so what are you struggling with that maybe you could ask and somebody cheese, on a friend's cheese, list would uh, benefit? I'm struggling You're struggling with cheese. With cheese. Yeah, but and, like, and so, why? And, and so what we find with, yeah, why? I want to get down to the root of why are you struggling with cheese? Why are you letting food control you? And how is it making your life bad? Why are you both looking at me so weird? Like you brought it up. <laughs> you did this. <laughs> you, did, you made me. Uh, I just like cheese. I, I always have American cheese. Yeah, but see, what I find when people have like an addiction to a food, like yours, you know, it's not I, an addiction. It's just a like. Well, um, no, but you, but you bring it up like you know, it's something that you're not giving up. You can't get rid of it. I mean, I've had people go, no, you can't give up my. I can't give up my cheese. I can't give up my milk. I can't whatever. And what I find is Pudding. the very thing that they are craving and reaching for is also driving an inflammatory adrenaline rush. Hmm. And so they're getting this little high, so to speak, from adrenaline, from the inflammation that that food is causing in their tissues. And so the longer we can get them off of it and the more we can restore and heal the gut, the easier it is for them to walk past whatever inflammatory food it is. Okay. You have any thoughts to answer to that, to all you just said? The cheese is still part of, going to be part of my life. Like, if I'm having a hamburger, I can't just have a hamburger. Why? I did. I can't. It's. I need the cheese. Or... Oh, you can do all things through Christ who strengthens you. That is true. I mean, right? Golly. I mean, I mean now I can't it. say anything. Well, I mean, I mean but the, it, now, now, again, you also have to come to the point, and that this might be true, what, well, you haven't fully, you know, realized for yourself that milk really doesn't do a body good for you, you know, and one day you will. It might be three more years, five more years, and you'll take all this, you know, inundation that, you know, uh, Guardian and I have been throwing at you for the, these years that we're together in this season, and you'll go, <laughs> you know what? They were right. I wish I'd have listened back then. Mm. But but when it goes back to the oak tree conversation, when's the best time to plant that oak tree? 30 years ago. When's the next best time? Today. Tomorrow. So wherever you're at, you start today, not tomorrow, today. And you do your best today moving forward. Here's a, here's a question from Robin. Yep. Once you had something to say, Dr. Shaba. No, I, I just saw a, uh, you know, if y'all saw any of these, uh, some of these questions that people had. But go ahead, Robin. Cool. Okay, I have a question. How can I get all of my blood work back and everything uh, everything is good, including my hormone levels, according to the doctor. But it is still extremely hard for me to lose weight. I have told them I feel like I have adrenal issues, but they will not test me for that. Yeah, so a lot of times, guys, blood work is the last thing that malfunctions. And you really want it to be that way. So what what medicine does today, and this is, one again, an area where the uh, lack is present, but it is, you know, it seems to be changing a little bit. But there's 
you know, old hats, you know, uh, teaching the old dog a new trick isn't always easy, is pathological evaluation of blood work is people are looking for pathology, disease in the blood. The blood doesn't it has multiple layers of buffering protective mechanisms to hold it in a stable state. Okay, and so when the blood gets out of whack, according to a blood work, that means buffering mechanisms have fallen short already. So that means the hand has already written on the wall and whatever, you know, its message was came to pass. What we do, we look at blood work from a functional perspective. So, Robin, we would like to see your blood panel and we'll evaluate it according to what we call functional medicine eyes, where we're looking for the trends, the patterns, the ratios that are not manifestation of a pathology. Remember what we've said always, that in the beginning, disease is hard to recognize but easy to fix. And in the end, disease, according to blood work, is easy to recognize. There it is. But it's harder to fix because it's already you know, blown up out of proportion. Mm -hmm. And so whether it's um, you know, a high cholesterol situation or whether it is a, you know, a high liver enzyme or autoimmune antibodies for the thyroid, um, these are patterns that we want to look at. And I find that you don't want just a regular one-spot shot of cortisol check on your adrenals anyway via blood. You'd rather do, we use a Dutch complete test. You ought to look that up, Dutch complete. And um, the Dutch test looks at all your uh, sex hormones as well as your uh, four point, uh, sometimes five point uh, cortisol panel where we can see a whole day of cortisol rhythm and we can get an idea of what your cortisol rhythm and patterns look like. And, and a lot of times you don't even need, if your blood work's already perfect, but you're still struggling in the weight loss department, I'm telling you, it's in your bowel. It's in your liver. It's in your lymphatics. We've got to get in there and clean those systems up. And what you got as a clean bill of health from the doctor is just that. It's a clean bill of health from a pathological perspective, but I bet you there's something functional going on, meaning you know, like you said, something is not right. I can't lose weight. I can't. And there's, I bet you there's a slew of other little, you know, they're not diseases, but they're just nuances that you would like to see resolved. So skin rash, allergies, you know, headache, um, you know, you get cramps with your cycle. I mean, whatever it is, in addition to that weight loss goal, and, and we start evaluating you from a different set of eyes. And that's what Living Well Clinical Nutrition Center stands for, is, is what we've always stood for, is we listen to you and join forces. And we will run those other tests because we believe that, you know, it, it is necessary for you to see, one, that you're okay, and two, that, you know, um, we can give you other options that aren't going to be just diagnostically driven. Why not do a detox and fix stuff? You know, that why not do one of our sequential immune upregulation cleanses and clean up immune burdens that you are for sure carrying? I mean, there's just you are all of us have infections in our body and it's our number one burden. And over time, it takes a bigger toll on our health. Infection in the body in different ways. That's right. It sounds crazy. What you, what you working with, Kurt? I see you're dying to say something over there. I do. I have an I have a question. <clears throat> Ask away. So. It, it's summertime. A lot of people probably spent time yesterday on the beach or outside enjoying time with family and probably ended up with with something like I ended up with, and that's a uh, nasty sunburn. Like, Ooh, nasty. Wow, nice. Like, it's, it's red, red, red. 
how can people, uh, is that concerning? And what can people do that's a healthy alternative to making sure that they're not um, struggling, I guess, or hurting yeah. the day after being out in the sun too long? So your number one is to be proactive and, and preventative. So like sun blocks, not sunscreens, sun blocks uh, are better than sunscreens. Sun blocks have a titanium dioxide or zinc oxide in it that will reflect all the sun's rays, not just allow some of them through, and um, and and reapplying if you're fair skinned, and uh, but then more importantly, it comes down to healthy mineral levels, calcium, magnesium levels, as well as essential fatty acids and vitamin D. So from something like as simple as cod liver oil or good fish oil will allow for protection internally of that epithelial tissue, and it'll it'll handle the sun more effectively. Number two. And then staying hydrated, number three. Now, if you are burned by the sun, you're out in the sun too long or whatever, um, you know, coverings, hats, glasses, um, you know, those those kind of wick-type uh, shirts that, you know, keep the sweat, keep it cool kind of like thing. Like fishing shirts, too. Fishing shirts are really good for that kind of stuff. And, um, you know, protect yourself because, you know, when you beat your body up with the sun and you don't remineralize well— it's it can lead to trouble for you, you know. And so one of the things that we um, are always very proactive at getting people's mineral levels up. We check in pH. We're looking at the overall function of minerals in your body, not just calcium, magnesium, but everything from you know zinc and iodine, uh, manganese, and and making sure that your levels you're getting minerals from all angles because we know that every tissue in the body, every organ system in the body needs minerals and fats to start as a foundation to protect itself. So it seems like every summer, you know, I, I used to golf a lot. Um, and so I've, I've tanned before, but then all of a sudden it goes you away. You used to actually literally tan in tanning beds too, but keep yeah, going. Yeah. <laughs> but every summer it happens. I'll get really bad sunburn on my arms like I did yesterday. And then now you're going to tan the rest of the year. Tan the rest of the year, but then... Come next summer, it's going to be back. Right. You and, know. And, and and so some of that is your body acclimating. I mean, it's because the sun in the burn stage is a stress. So that's why you want to get out there in small doses initially, not one fell swoop of burn, right? I mean, because that's hard on your body. Like, I was only out for like two hours yesterday, but it was enough. Uh, yeah. But yesterday was also, you know, a gorgeous sunny day. I mean, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, it was. And, uh, and so everybody's skin complexion, has their you know moments like I got a little bit of a you know Hispanic blood in me and so I'm able to turn it brown as a bear myself or I'm white as I can be when I'm in the winter months and I'm covered and uh, but it comes down to small doses initially you know building up and then making sure you have adequate minerals and essential fats and when you do get burned we use a stuff called Proenzyme at our office it's like a cream and um, and it's really for pain, you know, in anywhere in the body, but it sucks the heat out of the sunburn hmm. as well as has ant- plant enzymes in it that help heal the skin. Very cool product. And so we use it for quite a few things for injuries as well as uh, sunburns. I was swimming yesterday and I'm I'm good. So what's what's wrong with you? Yeah, I was I'm fine. I was out but there for hours with my kids. How how, how uh, my kids are fine, too. How Hispanic are you um, on a scale? Like you like you both mom and dad <laughs> on a scale from like ethnicity white to to ninety six. <laughs> I, I mean, well, like so me, I'm a quarter, right? So my, okay. my my grandfather was full. He married a white lady, and so he, now my dad was half. My dad met a white lady, so I'm a quarter, right? So mm-hmm. I married a white lady, and so my kids are an eighth. An eighth, yeah. You know, so I mean, we're whittling in that out of us, you know. 
And uh, but it, at this point, my kids all have either my good, you know, uh, side of gene or my wife's Indian blood. Okay, well they're they're good to go then. Hey, so here's another question, and this is from Kim. She said, which I love Kim. She's one of the best uh, viewers and friends that we have. She downloaded the KHEA radio app before. We even even we did. It, even before we knew it was in the store. So her question is, how can I jumpstart, how can I kickstart my metabolism? Yeah, kickstart. So <clears throat> I love it. So you could totally start your day with water. You could start your day with a protein fat breakfast. You could start uh, your day by making sure that you're having a bowel movement first thing in the morning. And if you're not, that's why you give us a call at 281-554-8600 and let us help you out. Because your metabolism will will be a product of how efficient your detox pathways are and how efficient your sleep habits are and the foods that you're putting in your body. We want to look at you know starting your day right with a good healthy breakfast, uh, with um, uh, a good wa- amount of water intake. So you know if you should be drinking 32 ounces of water per 50 pounds of body weight day in and day out, and making you know strides to uh, staying you know minerally saturated as well as you know your water intake levels high enough so that your body's cleansing and detoxing regularly. So that's exactly what this next question has. But I I'm gonna agree with Jackie on this one. She wants to know what's an alternative to water. Oh, easy. So you could use, we have this stuff called Ultima Refresher at our office. That's electrolytes and minerals. And it it's like a truly healthy version of an electrolyte drink. It's some, like a powder not, you pour in there and yeah, mix you in your water? you can travel with okay. it. And uh, you can just pour it in a bottle of water and it tastes like grape or, or orange flavor or raspberry flavor or uh, there's several flavors. And it's, it's awesome. It's a great product. You could also do, um, I'll put like, you find your favorite non-caffeinated herbal tea, and you put a couple tea bags in 40 ounces of water like this, and um, and let it just percolate. Don't even worry about it if it's hot or cold. It has nothing to do with it. Over the next several hours, and you drinking that uh, 40 ounces of fluid, it's going to taste like whatever your favorite tea bag tasted like. Here's a good suggestion. This is from Tracy. She said, one day I do lemon. The next day I add limes. One day do cucumbers and raspberries. Mix it up. Don't do sugar additives. That's right. Mm-hmm. And and so I'm all and so good job there, Tracy. I agree with you. And uh, you could also do essential oils. You know, you could put essential oils in the in your water. Like this water b- bottle here has you know a couple drops of peppermint oil, <clears throat> and um, and it makes me you know I feel like peppermint really does me well. It increases circulation. Uh, I feel like it kind of revive wakes me up and revives me. So I'll drink this uh, all throughout the morning, and then this afternoon I might put lemon and you know, frankincense or something in it or something. Just change yeah. it up. But I, I like to put in tea bags. I like doing uh, fruit or veg- uh, vegetable-infused water like Tracy's recommending. I mean, it's brilliant ideas. What if you're trying to lose weight? So that's like your metabolism. But if you just up uptake the, the water intake that you're doing, just like drink more water, is that going to help you lose weight too? I mean, it, it, it very well could. I mean, it, here's what water is really good for, right? When you drink a lot of water, like you, everybody should try, you should try this. If you're, if you, if you don't have any, you know, um, major health concerns, I mean, uh, most people that listen to us don't have any debilitating illnesses, um, and I don't know your case, but like, you ought to do seven days, or if you, when you start the detox with us, take the first seven days and drink a gallon and a half to two gallons of water a day, and and try to get all your water in by five p.m. Mm-hmm. And uh, that means you c- it, you can have water after five. You just sip on it after five, so that you're not waking up at night to pee. 
But you want to have all the full uh, one and a half to two gallons consumed by 5 p.m. And and then watch what happens over the course of seven days. Your skin will get more radiant. Your overall feeling of resolve will get more like powerful. Like you'll be more tuned in and ready to tackle things. Uh, and wow. but your desire for food goes down, like because you're you're you've put a lot of something else in the system and it's like a water cleanse you know you're incorporating water as a tool now at that uh, at that capacity now would you need to stay at that no of course not you know uh, how much did you say a gallon and a half to two a gallons gallon and a half i mean it's a lot it's a struggle to to drink a gallon because i've done that before carrying right. around a gallon jug and you have to get you know in a in a habit where you have mm. like set uh checkpoints mm-hmm. throughout your day but in five o'clock being the goal to have this consumed and so you're always working at it and that's the that's the mission is is incorporating lifestyle stuff as tools in our future and that's why the detox is a tool mm-hmm. you know like you know ashley had asked earlier or somebody had asked earlier about like what do you do for high cholesterol in little kids you know how does a little kid have high cholesterol you know i mean i'm that, not even sure what high cholesterol means to be honest well i mean <laughs> i just know it's not I, good I, and the I, doctor's I, like get your cholesterol down so like, well, okay what do i do well, what does it mean there's in the lies that it's Get your cholesterol down, and oftentimes they use a drug to do so, which causes all kinds of problems, you know, on the liver. So we don't want to, you know, give a drug to lower the cholesterol because that doesn't fix anything. All that mm-hmm. does is just turn off the check engine light artificially, and but it doesn't re- fix the underlying problem. The underlying problem to high cholesterol is get the kiddos off the sugar and off the grains, the bread, rice, cereal, pastas, the processed junk foods, box foods. Uh, are are driving the cholesterol levels up. So when you get the carb count down, the starches down, like you say your carbs, you get the daily carb intake below 60 grams of carbs a day. You you know you decrease grains in your body, and, and all of a sudden, I find I put people on a 21 day detox, and 21 days later, their cholesterol, their triglycerides dropped astronomically. I mean, it's fascinating and and, and wonderful, and so. I mean, doing water cleanses, doing detox programs, um, getting your metabolism just to spark, we could use, you know, uh, things to stimulate your endocrine system. Maybe you've had, you know, three babies and been breastfeeding for the last 14 years and you need a, your body needs a reset. You know what I mean? Uh, that's, I mean, that, cause it took its toll on your body. Yeah, the question, I think Soleon asked one. You want to ask that one, Kurt? I don't have it on here. I'm sorry. I'll ask it. Dr. Chapa, wellness Mm. shots that have caffeine, is that a better alternative than coffee? So, like a a wellness shot, I mean, where's the caffeine? The caffeine's got to be coming from somewhere. I guess they add it in there. Maybe tea or something, Uh, I I would imagine. So, I mean, we'd have to look at the other (laughs) ingredients. Uh, But typically, I try to get people where they're not needing caffeine as a stimulant. You know, like, like I'll tell you, if you have to use... (laughs) Artificial stimulants at any level, and caffeine is a stimulant to kind of like wake up and get you know alert and alive. Yeah. Eh, every now and again, it's not going to hurt you, right? But it will take a, its toll on you over time. And so, I would rather you have a strong set of adrenal glands that I could give you, say, you know, an adrenal uh, support product and boost your adrenals up, and then all of a sudden your energy pops up back up within 15 minutes. Or I could put you on, you know, brain food that we use in the office, or some of my brain shots that we use that are herbs. Uh, that can increase circulation to the brain, and you get that same feeling, but yet I'm using foods and plants to drive the function as opposed to just, you know, whatever's all in the wellness shot. I mean, again, the wellness shot, if you kind of know what's in it, I can better 
give you in, insight. Yeah. So here's another question from Ashley. She said, "What's the cleanest water option?" I think she means like Ozarka, Fiji. Is there one that you personally do, or you just do it from the house? I know you have your filters. Yeah. So I use Berkey Water Systems uh, filters, uh, and then there's also you know whole house units that people can get access to, um, and so you must filter your water. I mean, if you don't filter your water, you become the filter. And and um, one of the things that I I will tell you that ever since I've been on, you know, clean water, uh, before that, when I didn't have a Berkey, I would literally go in and buy, you know, a, a reverse osmosis spring water or even distilled water if I couldn't find anything. Now, this distilled will rob your body of minerals, but I was already taking a ton of minerals, right? So, I mean, I was supplementing with minerals and essential fats and vitamins. So, it, whatever I was losing, I was also replacing. Um, and so, that didn't have it. It's you know, near of the same, you know, effect um, with respect to loss. But, I mean, some of these, you know, other questions coming in and— um, There's a lot. I mean, with this idea of water, it does seem impossible the first time, but, that's a, but you start somewhere. So, like, let's say, you know, a gallon is impossible. Well, just start with 32 ounces per 50 pounds of body weight for a week. I mean, mm-hmm. you, will, you will still pee every 10, 15 minutes, um, you know, as your body acclimates over 30 days to clean that out. And that's and it, and people say the same they say my job won't let me get up and pee that much. Hey, look, it's only for 30 days. And once you get past that 30 days, your your system's fine. Like you it's like your body acclimates to like okay, this is the new norm. I can hold my restroom for two and a half hours just because of kickstart. Thank you radio. Thank you radio. <laughs> is that a talent? Yeah. I don't know. I used to have to go 8 hours as a teacher. Uh, yeah, you didn't get any restroom breaks, not even during lunch. No, no because well, you can't leave the kids unattended. You can't ever leave the and kids then, unattended. Yeah. So you just didn't drink anything, huh? Yeah, I just never. <laughs> well, I usually started with a kickstart, of course, and then powdered donuts, and then that was it for the rest of the day for no, eight hours. So gracious. this has not just been going on since kickstart, the powdered donut energy drink thing. It's been going on for years. 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 Wow. Okay. Yeah. I do have a, a I want to change. I know it's 9:53. We got about 7 minutes, 6 minutes left of kickstart. So I have an interesting one. It, it popped up on my news feed last week um after kickstart and I've really been dying to ask it. It's a new study that came out that actually it's a couple of studies that came out that said um health officials have warned that slumping uh can lead to back and neck pain, but they're actually saying that that's false. That slumping is now good for you because when you slump, you actually relieve a lot of pain on Pressure. your back um, because of your head and everything. And I was like, that's interesting. Does it what mean slumping you? sitting down? Or yeah, like standing like, up? So just number, number one, all body movement is controlled by what? I guess your spine, your nope. brain? Your brain. Yeah. So your brain has two functions, survival and movement. And so it's, it's moving and, and grooving uh, the body, right? And, and, so that's, and so when you are slumping, uh, you are decreasing the amount of inputs into the brain, and when your head is in a, you know, forward position, you're increasing disc pressure by 400% on the back of the spine. Mm-hmm. Well, whenever your head's cocked into a left-hand, you know, position or right-hand position, if you're in the sales department and you're always on the phone with your head cocked to the side, you lose, you know, anywhere from 45 to 65% of your creative power and energy, uh, in in and being able to deal with, you know, stuff on the phone. And so, you know, posture is a big deal. I think when you you find yourself slumping, everything in life seems to draw us back into the fetal position. And we have to do things 
you know, compensation wise to reset those shoulders back, the core to be strong. And I think when you have a good core, uh, you know, good shoulders posture in the uh, in the in back, that means that the brain is firing a healthy level of tone to the muscles to hold you upright in a, a positive uh, measure. So I'm not quite sure neurologically that I would agree with that statement that slumping is good for you. I did see it was a, an interesting. Uh yeah, it said, in fact, sitting slump can keep the spine intact and even ease joint and muscle pain. Yeah, I thought so that was intriguing. I, I, I would say what's causing your joint and muscle pain, it's not the slumping. It's not the slumping is going to relieve it. There's something driving. Your body stores toxins in the brain, in fat cells, and in the joints. You're, 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 you're either not getting enough good mobility throughout the day. Maybe you, all you do is get up from your desk, walk to the bathroom, get up, walk from to, to lunch, get up, walk up and down a set of stairs, and you're not you know, doing enough physical activity that allows rotations or you know, lateral flexions to happen and getting the, you know, all aspects of those um, you know, joint receptors, mechanoreceptors to fire like they're supposed to. So you know, again, slumping for me is uh, definitely a sign that you need an adjustment or you need some brain you know, fuel uh, in order to get the uh, brain to kick back into place. Uh, and then it also said here uh, the reason why slumping is good is because as the upper body leans forward, the weight of the brain and head increases, forcing the spine to carry a heavier load. And so um, I, I think you know what they're they're trying to make a case, uh, but the the spine is designed like in its normal curvature patterns. So like in your tailbone, your low back, your back, and your neck, they have specific curve patterns that are supposed to be present. And that is designed as your shock absorber. So if you are always walking around in the forward slouched position or you're sitting slouched forward, you're changing the dynamics of what is supposed to be normal for you know your walking gait or your w sitting posture. If you do that enough, it, it can permanently change it? I, absolutely. I mean, if you don't use it, you lose, lose it. it. And so uh, mobility is uh, – your brain is – I don't want to, I mean, this sounds so terrible like when it comes out of my mouth, but I mean, it is. It's lazy. It, it wants to make as little energetic pattern, uh, patterned shifts. That's why habits are so hard to break and to make because, you know, the brain has got these rhythms and patterns that it's going through the motions to fix and, and to uh, alleviate trouble in the body. And um, the, the brain then has to formulate this new you know, pathway, uh, it's, it requires a ton of fuel to do mm. that. And so I would say that we need to be doing things that pull us more upright and, uh, and fighting that gravitational, you know, shift towards the, the fetal position. Because as you see the elderly uh, happen, you start seeing more and more increased kyphotic curves where you see that hump back, you see that head tilt forward, and it's because they didn't do enough joint mobility and, you know, uh, joint cleansing earlier on in their youth. Here's an interesting question. This one's from Soleon. And, uh, she's bringing all the questions today. She is. She's doing a good job. Thanks, Soleon. She just graduated. Um, so congratulations, Soleon. But she said, last question, before I leave, Dr. Chapa, what is your view on genetic editing? And I said, on food, on humans, on, on oh, what yeah. are you talking I, about? I, I mean, well, so it says... If Food. So, That's what I asked. I and asked I mean, I'm assuming you're talking about like, uh, you know, like in menu, like basically, yeah, humans. Uh, I mean, I think you're. I think at that level, 
you're playing with you're trying to play creator i mean i don't think it's I, listen i mean this this body uh was uh, <coughs> designed you know by one creator and there's so many working parts you know when people are, are building these uh, these these labs so to speak I, there was a movie about stuff like this where they were using them basically for uh you know um, like a lab, you know, like, yeah, like somebody needed a kidney transplant, and they've got themselves built in, you know, some version of themselves built somewhere right. else. I, I, I don't think that would be, I don't, I don't think that's, I don't think it's the way God designed it. I saw I mean, this episode of Smallville. It doesn't end well. Yeah, yeah. I mean, <laughs> it, 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 it all. I think it it brings a level of um, problem to the, to the, to the way where life works. And, uh, and so, and, and as far as food goes, um, I think that, you know, I, I think that there is a way to hybridize, you know, food, like they did this grape and apple thing, but I mean, but look that even the ingredients say that there's artificial things that they had to do to it to get it to, to take, so to speak, you know, nature, if it wants to hybridize something, it will do it. Right. But I think it's got a design. I mean, I think that's a, a hybridization is a form of mutation. Mm-hmm. And so it brings another level of biochemical shifts and modulation to the to the playing field. And can it be okay in some respect? Maybe. But when it comes to like human development, um, you know, whew, that's a pretty loaded question. I mean, I don't. Uh, as as cool as it sounds that we have the ability, technology wise, to me that's like you know the Tower of Babel. Um, you know, man is a very. We're, we're made in the image of God. We're creators. You know, but I don't think that we have the ability to be tinkering with building genetically engineered humans. I think that has uh, got T-R-O-U-B-L-E written all over it. Trouble. I can see that. It's 10.01. This is KHEARadio.com, 99.5 FM. Feel free to share this out right now. If you have any questions, you're going to have to send them for Dr. Choppa next week or visit his office in Leak City or go to his website, justlivewell.com, and you can get started on that as well. You're awesome, Dr. Choppa. Is there anything else you'd like to share? I just want to tell everybody, thank you all for tuning in. I know it's Memorial Day kicked back into the uh, saddle, so you know, let's have a fantastic week. We're going to be launching our detox. We've got mommy meetups. We've got our brain talk coming up in June. June's going to be a great month. We're very excited for all those that tune in every week and support us, support KHE Radio, and are a part of our family, our our extended community. And thank you for all the questions. But just remember, all life starts and stops at the cellular level. And nutrition is the fundamental backbone that allows your body to spiral out of control or get traction and move in the direction that you want it to go. So I just want you to know that you can choose life today by drinking better quality fluids, water primarily, good quality foods, and you can give us a call if you have questions or need support. So give us a call, 281-554-8600, and Living Well Clinical Nutrition Center wants to be your health team leader, so for you and your family. God bless you all. Coming up next is We Are Messengers on KHEARadio.com, 99.5 FM. Here's our next guest calling. Hello? The Iron Den is going to be our hey, next guest on 99.5 FM. The grapple. That's right. Hey, I'm going to send Kurt out there to come to come bring you in. All right. North side? All right, bye. He's down by the north side? Uh, Yeah, he's out. He said, I think I'm here in the, the, the parking lot. I told him, yeah, all that stuff. If you if you could help him get in or you want me to? No, I got it. You're okay, good. Thank you. Appreciate you. Hey, Dr. Chopper, you're awesome. We'll check y'all on the flip. So who's going to do the detox with Dr. Chapa and everybody else? Because, okay, I've done the detox two times before. I did the 21-day detox last fall, and then I also did it again in the beginning of the year. 
And I will say it is it's very challenging. If you're up for a challenge, this is it. You know, if you're looking to make some changes in your life and start some healthy habits, this is it. It was uh it's a it's very difficult to take all these things out of your life <laughs> for what seems like no reason. Like, okay. And whenever I say that, I mean like, okay, let's say I've been into like some uh watching some fighters lately. I saw Jake Williams is on here, he's gonna be in studio with us next Monday with uh, Grandmaster Al Garza, right? If you're training for a fight, it's like, hey, I need to change my diet, and this is why, because there's a goal, you know? Or if I'm an athlete, I need to change for the season. You know, if I if I have a goal of losing weight, this is what I'm trying to do so I can look like this. But just doing a detox and a cleanse for 21 days, changing everything about your lifestyle, and the whole point is just just to do it, you know? Maybe to be healthier. You have to kind of create your own your own goals Hey, well, I want to be healthier, so this is what I need to do. So it, it was a challenge, and I did it, yeah, last last year towards the end of the year, and then I did it again in, in January. But I got through it, and it was great. So we're actually going to be switching it up. We're going to be talking about exercising. We're going to talk about getting in shape. We're going to be talking about the Iron Den Gym right here in League City. And I've actually seen their Facebook advertisements, their Facebook-sponsored posts, and videos that have been popping up, and I, I, they caught my attention because they're funny, and the whole setup around it, it's like, man, is this a does this business model make sense? How's it working? Because what they're doing is they're allowing some of these people to come work out for free. Hey, come try it, come try it, and see if this works for you. You know what? After four weeks, six weeks, however long the program is, I bet you're going to be hooked. And I'm I'm interested to see some of the results. So this is uh, Billy Jones. He's going to be coming in here in a bit, sharing about his business, the Iron Den. Jim, which is a really cool name. Iron Den. I feel like Den is like the lion's den, and I just think of like an animal in there. And then I think of iron, obviously like, you know, pumping iron. I feel I feel very like middle, you know, medieval, you know, kind of thing, like dawn, dawn, dawn. <laughs> okay. Dawnch. Okay, I feel that. Okay. You know? With the with the name, like the Iron Den. They're gonna, you know, throw you in there and they're like hammer, hammering like the the, the steel, you know. Dunch, dunch. Okay. And you're that's like a knight, kind of, and you're about to do some jousting or something. Oh yeah, that that's exactly what it is. It's like. Dunch. But that's kind of a cool feeling, though, right? Yeah, I feel. I already feel like super stronger bu- already. <laughs> I feel stronger just thinking about me like pounding the iron steel at the the core of the earth. You know, like the Dude. fires, like. Lava's like shooting up and it goes Dude, You got me kind of hype right now I am, I'm reason. super pumped for this Wow, so this is going to be a, It's going to be a fun segment Hey, I see Jake in here, so excited for Billy Jones from the Iron Den to be on the show Billy is awesome and so is all the staff at the Den So Jake, he trains at Premier Martial Arts And I've also seen that he is with the Iron Den gym You know, working out, training there to get ready for his his fight Well, he just won his fight in like 39 seconds when to knock this dude out MMA uh he's 2 and 0 right now and so he's going to be making that switch so here we go we got billy how's it going hey good man how you doing guardy good good nice to meet you you have a seat there yeah and uh we're going to be talking about about your gym so <clears throat> share one more time what's the what's the name of the gym if somebody hasn't heard or does not know you yet it's the iron den gym the iron den and kurt was sharing a little bit about the name it's really cool because it it makes him think of a like a medieval like somebody just pounding on bah, bah, <laughs> and like lava's flashing up against the in core the background. Of the it's like duh. <laughs> yeah, yeah, almost like the Conan Barbarian type yeah. type thing. Well, I mean, 
Yeah, that kind of resonates with me. Uh, originally, we, I guess we could be called a, a hardcore gym, you know, okay. for real serious people that are in the lifting pretty hard and heavy. But um, yeah, that's that's kind of our origins. But we've definitely evolved since then. Huh? Yeah. All right. So that's kind of how it started. It was it was known as a gym. Like, hey, these people are hardcore about their workouts, and they're in there like getting big right yeah because you know initially uh i was a freelance personal trainer and i was traveling all over the place uh training my my clients and i was kind of having to do it on the on the down low because you're in a corporate gym and yeah. you're, you're working out with them but you're also training them and that's pretty taboo it's frowned upon in the in the corporate gym so i was like you know what i need my own location i need my own place and originally we we opened up it was just 2200 square foot uh personal training mm -hmm. only uh, and, and that was in the wake of the success that I had in bodybuilding. So I competed at a pretty high level. I qualified for the USA's and the nationals uh, a handful of times. And uh, that's what really generated the momentum for the personal training studio. And then luckily, even though we're rooted right between uh, LA Fitness and 24 Hour, there, there was a pretty big gap to fill as far as where do you go to get your needs met? You know, you're not, mm -hmm. not just another number. So we really took our expertise and how to expedite, you know, getting people lean for competitions and healthy. Uh, we really took all that info and rolled it into kind of, you know, what the average Joe needs to get to get better. Now we just pretty much everyone instead of the hardcore athlete. We're going to go on the FM right now. Keep it going uh, as well as being on Facebook. Here we go. Good morning. You're listening to KHEA Radio 99.5 FM. This is Kickstart. I'm Gardy. And I'm Kurt. Kurt the Barbarian. <laughs> so we're about to switch it up. We were talking about health, wellness, in a natural way with Dr. Aaron Chapa, who's in every Tuesday, where we talk about, hey, fixing your life, fixing your problems through a healthy lifestyle that's, that's based around food. You know, he's about to start his detox. We've done it two times before. I think this is the hardest part about doing this is right now I just want to eat like a wild boar. Hey, there's nothing wrong with that. I feel like wild game is probably good for you. And okay. Dr. Chapa would potentially Dr. Chapa might. And I'm like, you know, just chowing down. And it's still got like the hair on the drumstick. <laughs> and you're like, I'm still eating this. <laughs> Dude, you're an animal. Dun, dun, dun. So we have Billy Jones here in studio, and you are the the owner, the founder of a, a local gym. What's the name of that gym? The Iron Den Gym. Oh, I love that name. How long has it been around now? Seven years. Seven years. Okay, so you started it seven years ago, and you mentioned a bit about having a background in, in bodybuilding. That's right, yeah. So How did you get started in that? So uh, my senior year, I hurt my back. Football came to an end, and uh, I just had a real uh, an affinity for lifting weights, right? So by fifth grade, I was already lifting weights. By my sophomore wow. year, I was one of the strongest kids in the whole high school, benching 385 pounds. Um, so really excelled in the weight room, but I was also the chubby kid. You know, I'd never, never seen an ab muscle. Well, 18, graduate, football stops. I needed a void to fill, and that <laughs> void – Turned out to be bodybuilding. I had met someone that was into it and trained with him literally every day of the year, except for when a hurricane came. And um, I trained like a bodybuilder, took all the supplements, but I was still a 20-something. Mm -hmm. And I was drinking beer and eating fast food. Um, fast forward to my late 20s, and a gentleman about twice my age, but looks way better than me, comes up to me and he's like, you ever thought about bodybuilding? I was like, man, it's funny because I've been thinking about it for 10 years. Mm. He was like, well, if you lost all that body fat, you'd be good because you got no lagging muscle groups. You got good balance, good symmetry. You should give it a shot. And it was really that stranger seeing that in me to, to send me home going, you know what? 
the only thing that's been constant in my life is fitness, is the weight room. So let's go ahead and pour all of our efforts into that. And even though I broke this arm, the humerus bone, clean in half arm wrestling shortly before oh. deciding to take this journey, uh, I rehabilitated it with two, two and a half pound dumbbells all the way back up to what I was doing and then started wow. my prep in an 11 weeks. I not only saw my abs for the first time, but I beat everyone at the first show that I did and I beat everyone at the second show that I did and I qualified for nationals three, three times. And it was the wake of that success that created the Iron Den's personal training studio that ultimately evolved into what we're doing today. Did that feeling become like addicting? Cause I mean, me and Kurt have talked about it before, like getting in shape, being able to see abs, it would just be like, oh man, like I want to do this more. Is that what pushed you? Yeah, absolutely. You know, the really, the thing that I had missed the most, again, I was training like a bodybuilder I had for 10 years. I was lifting weights. I was reading all the newest material. The only thing that was missing was for me was nutrition. Mm -hmm. So once I started eating correctly, the changes were so fast because I was already doing all the other facets correct that you're right. Like that snowball rolled downhill way faster because you're seeing so much happen. And when you get to the single digits and body fat percentage, a lot of people don't understand how lean nine, nine or less percent is, but you're extremely lean. You can see from day to day, you can see changes in your physique. I mean, yeah. Kurt's it, over here rolling up his sleeves yeah. and flexing over here. No doubt. I see. Yeah. No. <laughs> I'm about to have to get a pump because he's, he's, he's outsizing me here. Just don't look at my. You got the sweet sunburn from, my sweet from yesterday. Sunburn. The farmer tan. I like oh, it. Yeah. Yes. Man, your, your forearms are jacked. Oh, like, man. I appreciate that. I don't think I've ever seen four. Like, I'm scared of your forearms. Like, I'm sweating over here. Like, if I was in wrestling, those forearms would do some damage well, to my face. It's funny because that's literally the only thing I still kind of regularly work out. I, I, once, I, once I retired from bodybuilding, I picked up jujitsu, and I've been doing that for a couple of years now. And the grip strength's really the only only thing that I'm this I'm riding the coattails of years of bodybuilding here and it's it's start at 37 it's starting to dwindle, whittle away <laughs> yeah you know you mentioned a couple things okay the the first thing I wanted to touch on you said that nutrition was the one thing that was missing what's harder to get people to start if they're not doing anything is it to commit to coming to the gym or commit to getting their nutrition right so here's the deal man and I'm glad you asked that so you can have the best equipment in the world and not use it, right? In fact, most gyms across the, the world, there's maybe 20% of their actual membership that uses it regularly. Mm -hmm. So yet there's, you know, 60% of the population's obese, right? So it's not the, the best equipment in the world. And then you can be given the best meal plan to follow and not adhere to it, right? right? It really comes down to application and what you do to, to, to motivate people to do this, right? Like, you got to understand, unless you're the Rock Dwayne Johnson, we're, we're, we're human beings that run off of a finite energy source known as willpower or motivation. And, and, and even the Rock's got lows. But if you don't have an answer for when your motivation is low, that's, that's where the solution has to be found. It's not that diet and exercise is a secret, right? It's, right. It's the application and finding a way to make sure that you're accountable to that. And that's why once I hired a coach and I had someone to check in on, you know, the, the check in on I me. Mean, that was the difference maker right there. The person who is going to be able to help get you motivated, stay on track, keep you accountable. Exactly. You think about it. From the time that you're born, you're held accountable mm -hmm. by your parents, your grandparents, school. your school teachers, your principal. You graduate. It's the police and the law, right? Mm -hmm. We're we're held accountable by our bosses, our, our employee, our staff, our, our guardies. Our, yes. 
Yet we're we're responsible for all held responsible for all of this, and even the Rock has a coach. He has someone to report to. But we're, we're, we have all this accountability for all these facets of our life. Yet the one that I'm I'm here to argue is might be one of the most important seconds of faith. Right? Is your your health, your nutrition, it, and we have no accountability system. We're just supposed to fly by the seat of our pants here and just yeah, we'll we'll get it right. Right? <laughs> no man, get something someone some entity to hold you account i don't care if it's an app as long as it makes you do it you know people want to haze on on crossfit and stuff and i would joke and, and 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 play play with them but at the same time like it was responsible for getting a lot of people off the couch it gamified fitness and it did it very quickly uh i'm all for it you find something to hold you accountable and you're going to stick to it and that's with any facet of your life yeah. so you were talking uh earlier as well about body fat percentage like people don't realize how the single digits how low that is and how lean you are a lot of the times i think people miscalculate you know whenever they're hey i'm going to try and eat you know 1600 calories today using like my fitness pal like oh i'm just gonna oh yeah that's about you know 250 calories really it's like 600 you know it's just miscalculating how can you find a fix for that the the problem is uh, you 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 can't you got to have someone else. There's got to be that degree of separation, right? Okay, like, yeah. Otherwise, yeah, that oh, I just had two bites. You know, whatever, yeah. whatever you pacify yourself to make your, you feel better about that immediately. Uh, we're not set up for that long term gratification. But if you have someone that's responsible for that for you, that can that can you can you can overcome that. That's true. I I like that as well because me I I would be that way. Like oh, is this like a large apple? Nah, it's a small one. You know what I mean? Or yeah. so, and then you're just like, oh, I still have, I'm trying to eat 1600 or whatever your your needs are. I'm trying to eat this. Oh, yeah. I still have, I can have a powdered donut or whatever yep. it is, you know? Yep. Yeah. No, got to have someone to report to. Got to have an accountability like system. Absolutely. Where did the name the Iron Den come from? Man, that's, uh, it sounded good. It does I sound mean, good. It, yeah. It kind of conveys like. I mean, don't get me wrong. You're, you're out in a social environment. You're hanging out, and uh, people start talking about working out mm -hmm. uh, it, because everyone wants to talk about it. But only 17% of the population actually has a membership somewhere, which is weird. But you start talking about working out, and someone that does have a membership is like, "Oh yeah, I work out at 24 24 hour fitness," and and, and you're like, <laughs> "Oh yeah, oh, where? <laughs> I've, been, I've been training at the Iron Den. You know, like it just feels different, right? It does. Like, I, I wanted something that." Even even saying it kind of in, instilled a little bit of. Kurt, I was gonna say, Kurt, hit the background music. You know, the guy with the hammer like beating some steel or something, and like the fireworks yeah. and sparks in the background. Yeah. Him being here Getting makes me. I, I feel like if I was working out at the same gym as this guy, like I'm like I'm ripped as well. You know, like, it's like a video game. You like get plus, plus ten. You know. I don't know genetics or something like that, <laughs> right? Yeah, I got the aura. Yeah, it, yeah, it's around, yeah, and everyone with me is getting the. the there was I'm this, a nerd too, but <laughs> it's a secret. Everyone knows. There was this machine that I absolutely loved. It was at my uh, at my high school gym, and it was a, a squeezer. Like you would squeeze, you would squeeze. Uh, they had like a, you could set like a plate or something on it, and then you would sit there and squeeze it. And it was a forearm work. <laughs> you um, are pretty proud of your forearms because we used to have yeah. a different camera set up. And there's, I guess there's nothing wrong with that. But he would always just be like, kind of, I'm like, Kurt, are you staring at your forearm again, like in the camera shot? And he was like, yeah. But he's, he's got better forearms than I do. And I feel kind of jealous by him. Oh, yeah, no. <laughs> Is that uh, bad to say? Like, this sounds weird, but no. We used to have a friend that would, uh, from time to time, actually look at his forearms and, you know, I guess check in and see how he's doing. <laughs> 
And uh, I love the veins on the outside of my forearms. Uh-huh. I just think they're they're awesome. I don't know. There was like a there was like a call that me and and now my my my, my wife uh, would do. It's like a call call every time he would look down. Uh, at yeah, yeah, yeah. Calling him <laughs> out. He's just up. like, oh man, yeah. I yeah. guess I was doing that for a long time. He didn't even know why we were making bird noises. <laughs> then he figured it out eventually. <laughs> hey, we're talking to Billy Jones. He's the owner and founder of the Iron Den in League City. Right now it's ten nineteen. This is khearadio.com, ninety nine point five FM. Feel free to share this out if you're watching on Facebook or if you're listening on the KHEA radio app. Thank you. Feel free to text us if you have any questions. 346-704-1806. Yeah, go download the KHEA radio app. The best part about the KHEA radio app is you can listen from anywhere in the world. You can actually turn it on and then jump around on your phone. Like you could be on Facebook scrolling and still listening. You could be um, at the gym, at, at the, the Iron gym, Den. At the Iron Den listening in. That's so right. go and download the KHEA radio app. And the best part is we have a an option on there where you can get some prizes, some special discounts, some, uh, and so that's in our in our current coupon section. Just uh, search for KHEA Radio in the App Store and the Google Play Store, and you have that opportunity. So I want to mention the Iron Den. I saw you all on social media. I started seeing some posts pop up on my feed, and I thought it was really amazing, interesting, and intriguing. And I said, I gotta, I gotta talk to the owner. I want to talk to him and figure out. One, why he decided to do it this way, you know, and how many people have you seen change? So there's these videos. Can you share? I guess what those there's there's a couple that I've seen where you're like calling out guys. Can you share about that and where did that idea came from? Yeah. So I, I'm assuming you're talking about the challenge that we got yes. going on. Yeah. So basically, knowing that you have to have all three components to be successful, it, you know, sustain a healthy life. We're talking about a fitness component, a nutrition component, and that accountability that we we're talking about earlier. I wanted to take the regular person. I mean, most most people, like I said, 60% of the population have some weight. You know, they're, they're actually classified as obese. So I wanted to take not a competitor, not an athlete, but a normal, somewhat normal individual and put them through these same three principles and, and do it to where it's streamlined to where despite, you know, working shift work or being a father of, you know, how many children? I've got one and that's enough right now. <laughs> Uh, despite having a life, like we can, we can streamline the the three things that are necessary for you to achieve success, and then put them through this intensive six week program and see what happens to their body. And and time after time again, as long as they dedicate themselves to these principles, uh, the results are phenomenal. The craziest thing about that is y'all were offering that for free. You said, "Hey, I got these spots. If you you know honor the one, two, three, if you do exactly what you're told, and you're going to commit." Hey, we'll do it for free. Yeah, so here's the deal with that. Okay, one of the things people are lacking, the, the main thing, let's face it, is motivation, the willpower to do it. So you have to have a strong call to action to get people in the front door and show them yeah. what you're capable of. Do we have something for you for free? Absolutely. Everyone leaves with something absolutely for free. They have the ability to install other amenities for a paid option that we ultimately give them for free once they've completed the challenge. Once okay. They, once they've said, okay, I'm going to do the classes, I'm going to stick to the food, I am sticking to this program, we actually refund them that plus another $100 on top of that for their commitment and to continue working together because you're not going to win the game of fitness in six weeks. Mm. Uh, it's, it's really a facet of everyone's life that needs to be installed and as long as they want to stay healthy. And we aim to be that people, you know, those people for the League City area, and it's engineered for that. How many people have come in and you've seen them change their life, like a lifestyle 
was born that wasn't there before well I, i'm i'm a testament right here so you know my whole 20s it was like what am i gonna do i was you know it took me better part of a decade to get a two-year degree in instrumentation but again once i figured out that the thing that stayed consistent the whole time was the weight room um, and I, I established those principles to achieve success with my own body, it really had a ripple effect. And it's that same algorithm that I use for my business, for relationships, for really any goal that I want to tackle, right? So I am projecting that out every time someone comes into a consultation and, and sits down with me. Uh, and, and a lot of times, the same thing happens. So you get someone that drops 35 pounds in six weeks, it, it, the, the cool thing that it does, despite lowering the blood pressure and C-reactive proteins and all types of cool things, uh, in, insulin uh, sensitivity comes back. Um, the main thing it does, the most important thing it does, is it, it, this, it knocks down the limiting beliefs that this individual may have had with themselves. Trying to accept this as either the new norm or because of X, Y, and Z, I am this way. Now it's taken that and it's evaporated it. So the rest of their life is on pace to do some really amazing things. And people tend to come in to do these big things after something crazy's happened. A loved one's passed away from a, a, a health-related illness that could have been avoided, like type 2 diabetes or heart attack. Mm -hmm. Or they're getting married. Uh, th there's really been some cool, cool stories that have come through. It's phenomenal. Yeah, one thing I've noticed, sometimes people go through breakups, which happens, you know, in life. And then after, they're like, hey, I need to make a change. Or, yeah. And that... that is sometimes that motivation people need but last week i sat down with three different people that were going through or were recently had a divorce mm. three in one week <laughs> i was like what's going on yeah, i lost 40 pounds of uh, but you were probably solid muscle <clears throat> did you really want to lose 40 pounds of solid muscle at that point in your life I was not solid. Oh, okay, sorry. It was misconception. <laughs> the yeah. forearms are so deceiving. <laughs> yeah. I can't tell through that shirt. It looked like it was just the shirt. With the flex. It's about to oh, bust open. Just muscles. Just... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. So, ironed in. Boom, boom, boom. Who are the, the, the people that are coming to the gym? Like, is it. You know, everyday Joes now, or is it the guys who are still building? Is it, is there ladies there? Like who, uh, like a variety of people. Like where are they coming from in walks of life? Yeah, good question. So, uh, it's 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 crazy to see the transition, but you know maybe it's because I'm I'm closer to forty now than thirty. Mm -hmm. But um, <clears throat> the average age I would say is probably right now probably about 39, 40 years old in there, uh, and and believe it or not, it's about. 55 60 percent ladies mm -hmm. um and it's re it's really anyone and everyone so we engineer our workouts it, one of the things that we've we've shifted to recently is this accountability system that we can afford to provide to every member of the gym so our, our whole model has changed and it's brought in a broad spectrum of 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 clientele and and members but um yeah average joe i mean you talk about people that have had something recently serious happen that scared them to get in shape. Mm -hmm. um, they've they're gone through a major life change, maybe a divorce, a loss, a loved one, something like that. Uh, and these things tend to happen later in life, or you know, kind of organically, right? So um, it's definitely uh, you know middle-aged uh, average Joe coming in here, really taking uh, taking an opportunity to work with experts in, in the field. Where are y'all located? So 
another crazy thing is is last week I, I closed on on funding to build my own place from the ground up. Uh, currently, we're on the corner of Highway 3 and 96. There's a street called Dakota. It's the last street you can take a ride on if you're coming from 45 before you get to Highway 3. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've been there seven years. But I have a piece of land that I'm developing on 270. Uh, at 646. I think I've seen your yeah, sign right there, right? right in between 96 and 646. And the building process has already begun. Uh, you know, weather permitting, we'll be in there at the end of this year. Wow. Yeah. How, how long has that been in the works I mean, because that, I, I drive by, I live on, um, you know, right down the street. You know, if you keep going on 646, I live over South Shore, you know, area over there. Yeah, yeah. Um, but I drive by and I see those for sale signs and I've just seen the development happen. I'm just like, man, I bet this property is just starting to go boom, boom. You know, it's great location and it they're really starting is. to build awesome stuff there. Are yeah, we going to, yeah. is that going to be our new thing now? It's the boom, 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 boom. 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 Well, like, yeah. it, it, might, it might just have to be. You started it, Kurt. I'm yeah. sorry. <laughs> well, the Iron Den started it. I just continued it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We'll live on. Can yeah. you imagine? Okay, just throwing this out there, putting this out into the universe. Okay. Every day we start with, and this segment is brought to you by the Iron Den. Boom, boom. You know, like, that'd be great. It would get me pumped. It would get me so excited every single day. I, I like feel it. like you'd have to throw away the donuts. <laughs> you'd have to start it with... An I, apple. I don't know. Like, I'm. We need to ask if you know what should people be eating. Like, if you're trying to focus on fitness, maybe you're working out already, doing something, <clears> but you're missing out on that nutritional. Like, you're eating, you know, powdered donuts and, and cheeseburgers, pizza all the time. Yeah. You know what should people be doing? You know, again, it, the reality is they know, right? Like you just said, the apple instead of the banana or the donut, rather. rather um, yeah, it's not a secret. It's adherence. It's consistency. It's it's the um, the emotional cycle of change, right? Like right. the things that you feel going through something new and it's textbook, it's psychology. It's going to happen a hundred percent of the time. If you're cognizant of that and you can be aware that you're just entering in that informed pessimistic stage and then the valley of death where mm-hmm. it just sucks, you, you'll know that uh, undoubtedly it's, it's just science that ahead of that is informed optimism, right? You're going to start getting it. You're going to start understanding eating that apple instead of the donut every day is going to start to pay off in dividends in the waistline. Once you see that proof of concepts there, the limiting beliefs go down, you eat the right stuff. Yeah. I could list off a whole slew of things for people to eat. It's not going to change their lives right now. They need the accountability. They need the adherence. They need a plan to stick to. Yeah. I've, I've noticed there's like macros, you know, macros now, which I didn't really understand. And I still honestly don't, but they're like, okay, everybody needs to, eat, you know, this, you know, fat carbs and, and whatever else there is. Right. And, until until recently, for like the past like four years, I would go to the gym every day. Uh, you know, I work out at one of the the local local places not too far from my house, and I would see like limited results because I don't think I would eat. I would try and eat what was right for the most part, but I just didn't know. And that's the one thing I was like, I wonder if I should try like figuring out what my macros are. Am I not getting enough protein, like carbs and stuff like that? But then it was like so discouraging. And then after we did our last 21 day detox with Dr. Chapa, I saw a, quite a bit of loss of strength because mm-hmm. we do vegetables and water for, for 10 days and 11 mm-hmm. through 21, you add protein one time a day back in your diet. Mm-hmm. And after that, I was just like, man, I struggled to get back into the gym. And so I'd go a couple times and I'm just like, man, I feel weak. Mm-hmm. 
uh, I'm not seeing the results that I wish I could see. Like, what am I doing wrong? And and uh, just I didn't know where to go. Yeah. From there, the beautiful thing about bodybuilding is you fail every day. You literally go to failure on most of your reps or sets, rather, in, in in every workout that you do, and you work out every day. So you're used to failing. That's that's one of the the sweetest disciplines I've I've gotten from that sport. The the average person is not set up that way. They mm-hmm. feel weak and they're failing and they think this is wrong. No, that that's you need someone to tell you this is how it's supposed to be done. Yeah, this is the part that sucks that you're going to make get better at. Uh, the other thing is if you don't have that component, like if you don't have, like, that's why we have three: fitness, nutrition, and accountability. That fitness component, particularly something that's going to make your muscles work weight resistance and i use a very broad brush when i say this i don't mean you know the orthodox bicep curl and bench press while you can do those those are okay it i mean anything from pushing a sled you know lifting ropes and tires and stuff like that making it fun but it has to produce stress on the muscles because you want to create something that either it makes your body more demanding for energy right it raises mm-hmm. your basal metabolic rate keeps you functional keeps you fit right otherwise if you're just relying on nutrition when you get off of this nutrition modality, you're effectively going to do it when your metabolism is the weakest it's been and who knows how long. So the pendulum swings way the other direction unless you've done some weight resistance training in the background to couple that with it. It sets you up for success after you get off of this diet, whatever that is, right? Mm-hmm. You know, you, you mentioned uh, about pushing the sled and, and, and the ropes and some other <clears> stuff. <throat> We we went and trade oh at the end of gosh. last year, and you probably know you know Jonathan at the Sanctuary Gym. Yeah, They're yeah, out yeah. in Friendswood now. Yeah, yeah. Um, I know he's competed, you know, and um, and uh, Cassidy has, you know, as well. And they have a really nice facility over there. Yeah. So we went one day and, and did a workout, and they've been trying to get us back in there to do to do some more stuff. Um, but we went and ate Mexican food right before. We didn't know. Oh. We didn't know what kind of workout we were going to do. It was. Well, we're supposed to be there at three. We went to at one o'clock to Abuelos in Leak City. It turned into like a hey, it's two thirty. Like oh my gosh, we have to go. I don't know why and how we were there so long, but we were. Man, and so we went. And the first thing they did is like put put weight on, on you, the sled. <laughs> put weight on the sled, and they're like, all right, here we go. Start pushing it back and forth, and then you know. I know for a fact because of that situation, I haven't worked out like I used to. Like. I know for a fact yeah. that that ruined working out for me because I never want to have that experience where I literally felt mm. like I was going to like hurl oh, on yeah. everything. Oh, yeah, yeah I, I train fasted for that reason, like uh, especially back or leg day. You don't, you don't want anything. You know, your stomach's working too, you know. You, you get Free it all up for the body. Let the, let the stomach rest. Oh, my stomach was working. It was working like <laughs> to, to release some Does stuff. Does that mean you're getting a good workout though, that feeling? Probably not. I mean, probably like you're you're fighting back uh, indigestion from a burrito while you're pushing a sled. <laughs> Man, it yeah, wasn't indigestion. I was fighting you back. Ba- was just <laughs> you want to streamline. Like you, it takes up your bandwidth when you're when you're eating a big meal and you're digesting a big meal. It takes up the bandwidth required to perform at your optimal level. So you definitely want to do some proper nutrient timing in that regard. So you said you work out fasted. What does that mean? So, like typically. In competitive bodybuilding, especially at the level that I was getting to, you know, I'd be in the off season maybe fifteen percent body fat, two hundred and eighty pounds, and I'm trying to get to three hundred pounds because I'm about to jump up a weight class. I would be eating literally all day, like like a farm animal. So when I retired, I just organically started doing what everyone's doing now is intermittent fasting. I've been doing that for years because it was so easy to I don't have to eat a dozen eggs and two cups of oats. I'm yeah. good. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to chill. I'm going to drink this coffee. And um, and now, maybe it's because I'm, I'm older or just busier, I have to get the training done 
before 1 p.m. or it doesn't get, get it doesn't happen. Uh, and I feel better that way. I haven't eaten a meal yet, so I'll train and then it's it's first meal after that. But when I train in that fasted state, despite all the bro science that oh you're gonna need all these carbs to get a pump and all this, and I actually get a really good pump. I can perform well. My my cognition's all there. It's all it's all lifting. Nothing hurts my gut. I don't feel like I'm gonna you know lose a burrito or something because I'm pushing a sled. Uh, it's it's the way I like it now. Hmm. So right now it's 1034. It's KHEA Radio. We're talking to... Brought to you by the Iron Den. Bum, bum, And we got bum. Billy Jones in studio, who's the owner. <laughs> For the past seven years, they've been in Leak City, and they're going to be moving. The plan is, you know, later this year, building that new facility. Yeah. How long was that in the works? Uh, three years, man. Three years. I was looking at a, 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 a report that had that date on it, and I was like, oh. As long as my son's been on this planet, about half the, the time that we've been in business really mm-hmm. uh but nothing nothing worth having is, is easy and you right. know perseverance and, and and all that stuff more disciplines learned from bodybuilding <laughs> uh it's all going to pay off you know mm-hmm. being right there on 270 it, it gives us the opportunity to to be seen by we've been like i said we were, we've been seven years and i still have people come in saying man i never knew you guys were here so uh yeah that that won't happen on 270 uh, at least not as near as often, right? Yeah, because you're tucked a little bit behind. Definitely. In fact, you would. There's no one drives. It's a dead end street. You know, if you did the the data on how many cars drive down that every year or whatever the the uh, the time frame is, it would be you know single digits. But where we're going, it's ten, twelve thousand cars, I believe, every day. That's the, the umbilical cord from Leak City to Dickinson, and vice versa. So, uh, really puts us on the map, literally. And um, you know, I think. A lot of people are probably afraid of the Iron Den. It's just the name of it instills fear in some. You know, they're intimidated. They don't want to be judged. But once they get inside the place, they realize that it's just a motivating environment where everyone's trying to get better. It's tough. You know, it's tough for people to break down that barrier. And we've been fighting that stigma for a long time. It's one of the reasons why we kind of ditched hardcore because uh, that's it's terrifying, right? But when you're on a on a on a on a street that everyone drives by, probably two or three times, picking their kids up from school, getting groceries, coming home from work, uh, in a brand new building, and you're and you're you're getting to see people in there, it'll lower those those inhibitions, those those uh, you know barriers to, to to come in and actually see what we're all about. I'm looking forward to that opportunity. Yeah, Kurt. You know, you've been humming music for the the uh, majority of this interview. Uh, what would it take to get you motivated to start working out this year? Nothing. I'm not working out. You can't. Why? <laughs> There's nothing. You need to stop on this because it's not going to happen. Well, I'm you sorry. Know, and I guess that's, that may be, may be true. No like, willpower. You have to find motivation and willpower yourself and a reason yeah. why. Why? Right? Yeah, absolutely. Um, for some people, the, the catalyst is necessity, right? Like you, you don't want to get on uh, metformin, type 2 diabetes medication, or you, you don't want that blood pressure getting any higher because you you got a loved one that's already in that situation uh you know there's there's other motivators out there um you know it's it's my job to to get people before that happens but right. we've even had people that have have had some serious serious uh health issues that they've they've come back from but yeah motivation comes in in all different ways it can come from uh you know when you're younger maybe having having a, a date <laughs> yeah um or you know, just getting your health in check for to avoid some some serious consequences. All right, right now it's ten thirty eight. We're gonna take a quick break on the FM. Keep it going on Facebook. This is KHEA Radio. Do you know a- I do. Abundant Life Christian School. Hey, There's they, so they many have camps starting 
What next? Next, next week? Mo- next week? Yeah. Uh, right. You want a big one or small one? Oh man, you know me. <laughs> <laughs> Need a big one. Man, that coffee is kicking it today. Yeah. Oh, this is good coffee. Yeah, it's wrong. <laughs> cool. I guess one of the the coolest things is that you can take those those elements of uh, of bodybuilding and work and working out and, and use those still for like you know someone who's not necessarily a body a bodybuilder and that's something <clears throat> I guess uh, I've never really thought of before. But uh, that goes into the GoPro. This one does okay. On the yeah. other side. No, you you take a bodybuilder. They're pretty much like the F one drivers of of fitness. Uh, you know, like I'm not saying the the pro sport is all healthy but you have to understand they're on the front lines experimenting with food nutrition supplementation uh, at a high level there's really not even data collected you know this is uh, a lot of the stuff's figured out first by bodybuilders you know mm-hmm. how nutrient timing and and what supplements to take and and all that stuff so you know it's it's almost like if you had two options if you had your you know, driver's ed, just Bob's driver's ed. It's you know, been there however long, and you want to teach someone how to how to drive a, a car optimally. But down the road, just as convenient, there's Mario Andretti's school of driving. You know, and it, virtually the same expense. You know, it's, you either get taught by a prof- professional or, you know, just mm-hmm. so bodybuilders have kind of taken everything that they've learned, and at least I have been able to. Com- compress it down into the the things that the the 80 20 rule like the 20 percent of the work that's actually going to get 80 percent of the results lay that out and of course that applies to everyone building the body applies to everyone you don't have to be a competitive athlete uh to take advantage of a lot of the principles that have been discovered just through high competitive bodybuilding mm-hmm. it's the same thing with technologies and, and and racing right the the stuff they learn on those streets ultimately get disseminated down into you know commercial vehicles yeah i was gonna ask you know um so how long does it take to get to be a bodybuilder so there's a lot of moving parts there um variables like genetics genetics play a huge role i mean let's face it there's people that are six foot ten and there's people that are four foot eleven one of them are playing basketball the other one's gonna have a tough time right Bodybuilding is similar, okay, so the, the, there's a certain amount of muscle cells, a certain amount of fat cells people are born with, there's different frames, there's di- like uh, even uh, geometry plays a role, so how your bones are inserted in the particular joints, how wide your clavicles are, um, there's a lot of anatomy involved that you have no control over. Um, and then your propensity to gain muscle is relative to androgen receptors and uh, muscle bellies and it. It's there's so many things that you don't have control over, um, but I mean, ask the question again. Like any, like how long does it take? I don't think anybody can do it. You know, like <clears throat> it, it would be different for different people, I suppose. Like it, it would depends on what your goal is. For me, I wanted to attain a pro card for so long. Uh, I had three strong years at it. Couldn't couldn't nail the the stage. I, I always spilled. Uh, but then, you know, father time caught up with me and, and things changed. But I think genetically it would have taken me a, a little bit longer. Um, but 
that was my goal. You know, there's there's people that just want to see what they're capable of, and that's bodybuilding, right? Like, you don't have to be a competitive bodybuilder to bodybuild. And if you do compete, there's plenty of smaller local shows. Um, it's hard to say. Like, so Phil Heath, he went from um, basketball player in college to, I believe, already winning a pro show in bodybuilding in less than four years, if if I remember correctly. I saw an inst- it was like on Instagram bodybuilding. <laughs> they had shared a photo of him, like in, it said Denver. Maybe he played yeah. college ball, like I don't know where, but it was him there. And I was like, that is even, man, that is him. Yeah. But you can always, I mean, he has a baggy uniform on because of the times, uh, the, the era it was. But yeah. yeah, then he's like massive over there holding the trophy up. Right. And there's that three year that's been thrown out there. I want to say uh, one of my trainers, Char- Charles Glass, he's, he's probably the best personal trainer on the planet. He trained all the, the top pros over the years. He's out in Venice, uh, Gold's, Gold, Gold's Gym in Venice. But I believe it was him that stated that it's it's roughly about three years. It takes about three years to reach your genetic limit, whatever that is. Yeah, and everybody has a different genetic ceiling? Yeah, everybody's different. And and then you look at someone like Ronnie Coleman, it took him 12, 15 years. You talk about all of his lifting prior to that, it took him decades to reach his genetic prime. But yeah, everyone's different. It's hard to say. I saw... Uh, it's one of the guys who trained Ronnie Coleman. He has a 12-year-old son, and I follow him on Instagram. And this kid is, you know, talking about genetics. He's a freak. You know, and the the trainer, he married someone else <clears> who competed who's won, you know, at the highest level. And they they're uh, they have a couple sons, and that kid's 12 years old, throwing up 275, you know, like on bench a couple times. And he's yeah. just – you follow me, he has thousands of followers, but it's it's impressive. Like, he's a kid, you yeah. know, but he, you know, has, has good training. I'm sure he has a great nutrition – and he also has genetics, you right. know, working for him. So right. he's going to be doing some really cool things, I assume. Yeah, and and that's the thing. Like, you have to be very realistic on what's possible uh, with your genetics. And, and these things take time. You know, I started lifting in the fifth grade, um, it, years and years of, of lifting. But you, you don't want to – we're not set up for that long-term gratification. We want it quick. Like, right. I can get crepes delivered to my house and <laughs> 35 flat, right? Yeah, I actually have tacos coming in any second now. No, yeah. just, just kidding, but we've had that happen <laughs> we, before. We want it now. <laughs> Amazon's going to be using drones to drop stuff five minutes after you order it. Tacos uh, in my mouth, right? right in right. between like words. Just yeah. like, I, yeah. was, I was really sad earlier <laughs> because Jennifer Lopez Fuller was like, lose the taco. You know, like well, if I was, wanted to get healthy, I yeah. needed to lose the taco. And I thought we were friends. Uh, <laughs> I thought Jennifer and I were friends, but after that statement, I don't know if we're friends anymore. <laughs> She's just like, how dare out. you attack my tacos? She was just giving a suggestion. She's just looking at How out. dare you? You yeah. can't You can't ever get rid of tacos. Like, tacos is life. Uh, yeah. Texas <laughs> tacos. It's Tuesday, isn't it? It is Taco <laughs> Tuesday. I posted something earlier. Just that, that three-day weekend um, got us to time travel to Taco Tuesday a little bit quicker. I think that's the whole uh, – that was kind of one of what I, I took from up. that. Yeah. Woke up this be. morning. I'm like, it's Taco Tuesday. You know, you know what never disappoints you, and what never makes you feel sad. <laughs> Is it tacos? Tacos. A good taco. Yeah. I know. Mm-hmm. It's not the gym. It's not working out. It's not be- feeling great. It's tacos. I think it, it depends, right? <laughs> you can get both. People get the feeling from from the gym, right? Oh man, absolutely. Yeah, it's just biochemistry, man. It's in, it's inevitable. You know, you get the runner runners high. That that's it's real. It's uh, same with lifting weights. Getting the pump. Uh, Arnold took it to the limit on what he said that felt like, but uh, you know. <laughs> yeah, I saw Jennifer Fuller. She had made a she had made a post in the I don't know if it was in the Food Lovers group or in her own you know personal page, but she had she had posted about 
making a change. You know what? And I'm going to do this for me. And I'm trying to see about if you want to, you know, follow my progress. And, and I talked to her a little bit and she says she did some of that to kind of hold herself accountable. Yeah. Because then she's like, hey, some people are going to be excited for me, cheer me on. Some people are going to be like, hey, I'm going to watch because she's not going to do that. You right. know, like either way, they're watching. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. And um, I think that's that's pretty cool. You know, so I, I'm excited to, to watch on that journey. And I told her, I was like, hey. I'll, I'm down to to help in any way possible, whatever that looks like. Yeah, no doubt. Uh, I actually know her through the gym. I think it was in the late 90s when I met her at Bally's. Uh, it used mm-hmm. to be Bally's. But um, you're absolutely right. Like making that that announcement, it's like it it's there. It's out there. This is what I'm doing. That that commitment that helps tremendously. And then right, having a having a following of people that are looking forward to your success. For me, I'm almost engineered the other way. If someone <laughs> says I can't do it. Cause I was in the same, like I was easily 35% body fat when that, when that, when a guy asked me if I thought about bodybuilding, I was tubby, you know, um, it was, uh, it was people that didn't think I could get, I'd never seen an ab muscle, much less get down to that 5% or whatever, you know, on stage. So there's plenty of people saying, ah, you're just, nah, there's no way you're going to commit to it. There's no way you're going to do it. Yeah. That's what fueled me initially. Maybe I'm just a pessimistic person. <laughs> do you still have the abs? No, no. What I have now is is literally riding off the coattails of uh, four four years ago. I haven't regularly lifted or eaten properly for any length of time pretty much since then. It was almost like I'd done that for so long that it just... It just stays that big? It's fading quickly, yeah, but... Four years isn't quick. You look jacked. Uh, well, thank <laughs> yeah, I mean, this is me at 240 pounds. I used to be 40 pounds heavier and leaner. So hmm. 280. So you mentioned something 75. Yeah. With maybe 15% where now I'm probably 20% at 240, 245. It's a huge difference. Did we, you say we have a scale that measures all this at the gym? It's the in body scale. It tells you what your, your composition is. Yeah. And last year at this time I was nine pounds of muscle heavier and I was 7% body fat less. Okay. Yeah. That's when I was like, oh, I, I got to hold myself accountable. <laughs> did, did you say 60% of the population is, is about obese? Yes. And that's yes. in the United States or our yes. area? United States. Okay. In our area, I think it's actually higher. What's considered obese? Like, is that a body fat per, uh, percentage? Like you said, you started before bodybuilding, you know, yeah. 35% or how do you look at that? No, it, it, I believe what they're going off of is, is body max index, the BMI, BMI. which is if I'm being honest, it's not, it's not accurate, right? Like even when I was, uh, in my healthiest, you know, composition wise, 225 pounds at, you know, nine, 10%, whatever I would get on one of the scales. They had one at the mall in front of GNC where it'd tell you what you'd be in mind and spit out a, a receipt. Mm-hmm. I did that. And the receipt came out on flames. It was like, you're, <laughs> you're instantly going to, going to perish here. You're morbidly obese. Yeah. I'm like what? I can see my abs, you know, what's going on here. So that's obviously not the best indicator, but I mean, look around, you know, go anywhere. Right. It's, if even what's sad is the schools, right? Like you see there, you, you used to be made fun of if you were the chubby kid. I remember those days. Now it's like, how are you going to do that when everyone is, you know, like it's it, 60% is probably being Moz. Like mm-hmm. it's, it's at least that, right? Yeah. I'm not, why are you guys looking I'm at me? <laughs> I'm, I'm not, not obese. No one said that. You're, you're obese is what we were saying. You're, you're obese. You know, duh, duh, duh. Duh. <laughs> that's better. Yeah. Oh, beast. Man, he's got a new, he's got a new, like the T uh, is silent. <laughs> Obese. God, I'm about to go beast mode on this desk. 
come uh-oh. over there. Uh-oh. You uh-oh. and Jennifer Lopez Fuller Please are don't. on my <laughs> negative list right now. Please Talking don't. about getting rid of tacos. <laughs> <laughs> She's not the one to mess with. <laughs> oh yeah, no, I would never, n- never, never get on her bad side. Yeah, she's awesome. get on my she bad is. side apparently. Yeah, I've seen her post some pictures before, and she was like, "This is whenever I was lifting weights." It was like her back. I was like, "Oh man, um, yeah, she was no, jacked. yes, that that's uh, that's how we met." You know, she was very into it and uh, looked amazing. She still looks great, mm-hmm. um, but just solid individual, you know. Yeah, yeah, she's cool. I don't, I don't know how she's gonna. Uh, See all those pictures of delicious, delicious food, and I mean, it's just willpower. I know Ugh. she can do it, but I mean, it's just going to be a because that's where we go. You know, when, when we're like, all right, what are we going to eat? What are we <laughs> eat today? We go to that group. Food lovers, yeah, yeah. It's you need you. to join the Talk of Taco group too. Uh oh. Are you big on tacos or Mexican food? Or are you kind of no? Yeah, and and I know where the best places. There's two. Where? So, La India Bonita. Okay, that's okay. Yeah. That's, League City's one of League City's best kept secrets, right? Mm-hmm. And then um, the one that I just got familiar with kind of recently, uh, Chalupa Taqueria on Highway 3 near Nasser Road 1. Haven't been to that one. Oh, bro. <laughs> Dude, yes. What'd you get from there? Get the street tacos, man. Yeah. Pastor. Mm-hmm. And then they give you a side. They, they say it's charro beans, but it's like a stew. It's got, <laughs> and you dip the taco in it. Yeah. Oh, dude. It's, it's genuine, authentic. Lupe Tortilla, th- theirs is kind of like a let's do whenever they bring the beans out, like with the chips. Yeah, so yeah. I'm feeling yeah, that. No, it, so, it blows that out the water. Oh, man. So we got 10 seconds. We're going to go back on the FM right now. Here we go. <clears throat> Good morning. This is KHEA Radio 99.5 FM. Right now it's 1052. I'm Gardy. And I'm Kurt. This is Kickstarter. We're going to be on until 11. Da, We're talking da, to, to Billy. The owner and founder of the, the Iron Den. So we have about seven minutes left, and we're going to just keep talking about everything about fitness and uh, the gym there. Guardy, if we're going to get sponsored by the Iron Den and I have to do that every day, I'm going to have to find some ways to like vocally train myself, because, or, or we need to record it and put it in as a, as a ramp, you know, Easier. or something, because it's starting to hurt my throat. Automation. Kurt, we can't have you be the face mm. of, of anything. Like promote, How can you promote anything that you don't do? You can't do that. How about do, you, do, do what? <laughs> do what? <laughs> just say it. Like you're just talking. Like I, I'm just trying to figure, like process this. I, I I can't be the don don don. No, because I'm fat. Yes, <laughs> I feel like it doesn't embody. Think about you, Kurt. Like, what's your ideal ideal weight? Like muscle, fitness level. Like what? Do you have one or is an ideal weight? Not even necessarily weight, but like fitness level. I oh, suppose. I thought, I thought we were going to talk about food because <laughs> I love food. Well, there so. we go. Okay. No, no. So okay, the Iron Den. Can you let everybody know where is it located? One more time. Yeah, we're at the corner of Highway Three and Ninety Six. We're on Dakota Street. It's the last street you'll get to if you're coming from Forty Five going towards Highway Three. You'll take a right. And then on social media, how can they find you? Oh, man. Um, so websites, theirondengym.com, uh, and then Iron Den Gym, League City, uh, you know, search Iron, Iron Den and, and Instagram. Uh, mm-hmm. Instagram's going to give you a good look at what we're doing uh, lately. Our website needs to be updated. But uh, Facebook, Instagram, all the socials, yeah. Are you originally from this area? Pretty much, yeah. So moved... Um, Moved to Friendswood uh, as soon as I started grade school. Graduated from yeah. Clearbrook High School. Yeah, I've been around. Okay. Yeah. Cool. You know, I, I know Jennifer Fuller 
she, I don't know how, but she knows everybody. Yeah. She everybody. knows everybody. Yeah, she's like, oh, I went to school with that person, or like, I, I, yeah, me and him, used, you know, whatever, like worked out together. And then it's pretty interesting to see. Yeah. Because she's helped us meet a lot of people. Because I, I know I had wanted to meet you after I saw those those spots that y'all were running, and I just thought it was interesting. Yeah. Um, and so she was like, hey, I'll send him a message. I said, thank you, Jennifer. So you're awesome. So make sure you check out her her group as well, Bay Area Houston Food Lovers, on Facebook. I know she has a website and a whole bunch of other stuff planned for this year, and I'm excited to watch her journey as well. Yeah, I'm super excited to to continue to talk to you and uh, and learn more about the gym and everything that it offers. We're gonna have to go and come visit it. Yeah, absolutely. Especially are you the gonna grand make us, opening? Are you gonna make us throw up if we go? Uh, if you eat burritos and stuff before <laughs> you work out with us, yes, you're you're Ralphing. There's no there's no doubt about it. How does the schedule look? Because I saw that yesterday Jake was there working out. Yeah, yeah. Is it is it a you know a certain hours there you're open? How does it work? Good question. So we're a 24 hour access facility uh, that that does group training, personal training, semi private personal training, nutrition. Mm-hmm. Uh, we're more of a training facility than just a, a kind of do it yourself gym. Um, there are people that have been around uh, many years, Jake being one of them, that simply have that do it yourself access. Mm-hmm. Um, but that's that's what he's doing yeah okay cool so like him he can go work out on holiday Any and like day. other stuff yeah. and so i guess after people have been uh you know working there for a bit or you you know them then they get that that different level of access is that how that works actually right now we we currently uh it's it's it, we're in a transitional phase okay. where we're moving to the new facility and just to to keep overcrowding and 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 hitting uh capacity and and bothering you know Parking on six six thirty on a Monday evening gets a little tricky, uh, but we, we have that whole street you can park up and down of. But if I was to entertain the idea of just kind of come in do it yourself membership, it would it would probably it, it would be good. Yeah, I got you. So for right now, uh, we're more of a training facility. That being said, um, you know, especially for the summer, we are offering some of your more standard access. Cool. Hey, Kim, who's watching on our Facebook stream, said those arms, though, exclamation point. So, you know, if you're looking to get some arms like Billy, maybe the Iron Gym is the place for you. Oh, man. Uh, I would have done some curls. I, I, <laughs> I didn't know the camera was right yeah, there. Yeah, I didn't know the camera was in charge. Yeah, and if you, if you want your husband to maybe get some arms like Billy then maybe the Iron Den is the, the place for him as well. So, you know, uh, we're about out of time. Is there anything else you'd like to share here this morning? Oh, man, how grateful I am uh, to be here, man. It's uh, It's been an honor. I, I thank you guys for, for letting me come out and, and talk at you and hear, hearing from you guys, too. I really appreciate it. Cool. So uh, it's 1057. Let's see. What do we got going on tomorrow? Tomorrow we're going to have tacos in at 10 o'clock. <laughs> Uh, Taquerio El Taquito, is that correct? Did I say it correctly? Yeah, they're in San Leon. They're in San Leon. They're a food truck, and they're going to be coming in talking about everything that they have. We actually checked out their place, what, a couple months ago for our segment, Talk of Taco. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're super excited to sit down and go over everything that they're doing, and maybe they'll bring in some tacos. Good family. Great family. Yeah, very Tacos, very cool. he said, sometimes we don't have electricity at home. But we still do our tacos. You know, we still have the taco trucks. You know why? We need to go back and watch the quote because that's. <laughs> I think that's what it was. We're close to it. And he goes, you know, because tacos is life. And yeah. I was like, yeah. I can attest. All right. We'll make sure that you uh, stay tuned in for the rest of the day. We're going to have some awesome music in. Maybe we can trick Ethan to come in and do some afternoon drive stuff. This is KHEARadio.com, 99.5 FM. This has been Kickstar. Hey, we have Dr. Choppa in earlier. He's in every Tuesday. So. 
Make sure you tune back in next Tuesday if you missed that, or you can go back and watch on Facebook as well. Yeah, make sure you go download the KHEA radio app. It's the best. It's in the Apple Store and the Google Play Store. Coming up next is Building 429. Fear no more on KHEARadio.com, 99.5 FM. Dang, I love those songs. All right, Facebook, we love you. We'll see you tomorrow morning, 830-ish.